0: The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, Beth. That's your best. crazy.
2: On a Saturday! So All Even with your boy, Barry Grant. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcast. You can listen to the show on Podbeam as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Deezer, Stitcher. I'm all over the place, man. And trust me, go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like, share, and comment, because the page is growing, baby. That All Even wave. Get on that wave. Lots to get into. Mr. Triple Double is in L.A., I'm going to talk about that. Also, phone a friend is back with my man Terrence. We're going to discuss a whole bunch of other stuff, including sports. And then the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. So let's just jump right into it. You know, sometimes sometimes I need to not say things before they happen. Sometimes I may need to just, just keep my mouth shut a little bit. My friends have a way of speaking you know we 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 have we have this certain dialect that we use with each other and it's it's cool but the one thing that we never sugarcoat or try to make any cool phrases for is for the word jinx and throughout the years my friends have said that I'm a little bit of a jinx sometimes when I open my mouth certain things happen I can tell you back when I was a Jets fan, I said that, listen, hey, the only way I would turn in my Jets card is if they draft Geno Smith, I think Geno Smith is one of the worst quarterbacks they can ever draft. He didn't have a great career at West Virginia, and I said, no, that's where I draw the line in my Jets fandom. You draft Geno Smith, I'm out. Lo and behold, they draft Geno Smith, and I had to leave. I had to leave. So couple of days ago, took to YouTube, and I said, the rumors for Russell Westbrook landing on the Lakers, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't think it's a great fit. I don't think you should commit that much money to the roster, that you would have to sign a whole bunch of vet men's and be in the same situation that the Brooklyn Nets found themselves in. And I was killing the Brooklyn Nets all year in regards to their depth. They sacrificed their depth for the big three. And it ended up not working out. So, you know, that's up on YouTube. You guys can go check that out if you want to. Obviously, it's a moot point right now. Because lo and behold, the Lakers trade for Russell Westbrook in exchange for KCP, Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, and the Lakers 2021 draft pick that was the number 22 overall. When I heard the news, I, I, my knees got weak, I was weak, because how could this happen? Did I jinx my team again, just like I jinxed the Jets all those years back? And I said to myself, this is how is this going to work? How is this going to work? He can't shoot his basketball IQ in, in regards to making the right play sometimes is just not there what what is what's going on here? It's a bad joke. Then I seen the report come out by LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook. They're meeting, and they discuss putting their egos aside and doing what's best for the team to be able to win. LeBron James wants to play more off the ball this season. He's gonna be playing more power forward this season, high block, low block, making plays out of that position. Anthony Davis, who's been very, very reluctant to play the center position, says that he's going to play more minutes at center this year just to make the fit work because playing with a Russell Westbrook, it's an adjustment period. You need to put a team around him that guys can be able to just spot up and shoot because his game is it's just different. So I can't cheer this move and kill Brooklyn for the move that they made. I can't do it. I said all year long, Brooklyn Nets fans, Brooklyn Nets, be careful what you wish for. And in this sense, I have to eat those words as well. I wanted Kyle Kuzma gone since the day they drafted him. I wanted him gone. The basketball IQ was low, the bad plays, the bad dressing... All of these things just wrapped into one package, and I was like, enough. I need him gone. Trade him for a gym bag, trade him for anything. I don't care. And lo and behold, look what happens. He gets traded for Russell Westbrook. So I'm not going to sugarcoat and say that I'm excited. I'm not going to sugarcoat and say that, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to this game, anything like that. What I'm going to do is break down what the Lakers can be able to do to make sure that this move works. First off, you got to get yourself some guys that can be able to play defense. Russell Westbrook is definitely an upgrade from Dennis Schroeder in regards to the defensive end. So you have Russell Westbrook out there. You have Anthony Davis. Obviously, we don't know who's going to play center for right now. It is Marc Gasol. So if that stays, then he's going to be the starting center. So, they need to add more depth. They need to add experience. They need to add shooting. That's what they need. So anybody on the market that is a shooter, that is willing to take the vet men, the Lakers need to be sending the team for. Basically, that's that's the way it is. And how I see this playing out is that there's going to be an arms race between the Brooklyn Nets and the Los Angeles Lakers to get those vet men's, to get those experienced veteran guys to be able to take less to compete for a championship. So expect the Lakers and Nets to be in on everyone in that sense. Everyone. So Lakers need to go re-sign Keith Morris. They need to go, hell, I'll take Wesley Matthews back. Obviously, Caruso is going to be back, T, uh, THT. But Melo, I heard as a rumor that, He's very interested, or the Lakers are very interested to bring him in. Rudy Gay is another one that I like. So, oh, you know, I've heard Doug McDermott. I've heard a lot of people attached to willing to take less to play with the Lakers. So we'll see what happens. But those are good things. You have to have shooting on this team for it to make sense. If there's no shooting, this team is not going to go that far. And that's just the way it is. Now, can anything happen? Yes. The Los Angeles Lakers team, going back a season into the bubble, they weren't a great shooting team, but they hit timely shots in the playoffs. They won a championship. So the the Milwaukee Bucks this year, they weren't a great three-point shooting team. They hit timely shots. struggled in the finals and the playoffs and stuff like that, but they they can hit them. So that's the thing. It's like the last two champions have showed you that there is a pathway to win a title without great outside shooting. Is that the norm? Do you want that? No, you want great outside shooting because it's important, especially for guys being double-teamed, for spacing, stuff like that. So, yes, you need three-point shooting. You need guys that can be able to hit clutch, timely shots. So, if that happens, I will be more enthusiastic about this move. I was upset about it when it happened. At this point, I'm not upset I, I just need to see a little more. That's all. I need to see it be justified in regards to the totality of the moves that are made in the offseason so I can be able to say, all right, all right, let's just go and see how this, this works. Because obviously, this is not going to be a one-off. I can see Russell Westbrook picking up his option after next season and still being on this team. So this is they're going to be in for the long haul for this. They have to make it work they got to get guys in here that can be able to you know play their roles, accept their roles and hit timely shots because it's going to be needed. When you got a point guard that shoots 29 and 30% from three point line, it's a concern. So that's why you need way more shooting around a guy like this. <sighs> I I I got nothing else. I, I, I got nothing else. I'm not I'm trying to be As positive as possible, but I I got nothing else until I see the moves. I got to see the moves. Got to see the moves. Coming up after the break, phone a friend with fellow podcaster Terrence Tillman on a Saturday. It's all even. Yo, what's your man DJ G Money from that Flip the Script podcast We yeah, yeah, yeah. in the studio right now. Flip shut up.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, listen,
1: shout out to the All Even podcast, my all man, even. Barry oh, Grant Jr. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's up, oh, man?
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. What happened? What you,
1: what, you, what you want to say to the people? You shout out to somebody your podcast? Oh, yeah, don't make it to join
0: you. What's up? Oh, Even? Oh, Even podcast. Yo, it ain't even up here, boy. We put this dude. What's up, man? All Even. Yo, you oh, my god. What's <laughs> up with you, man? Now you gonna, well, That's a shout out. You keeping this? Yeah, keep all that. All Even Podcast, right?
3: Yeah,
1: All Even. Shout out to Even Podcast, right? All Even? That's your man? My man. All right,
3: shout out to All Even Podcast. He cool? 100%. He cool. Is he, he cool? Let me see. If it, is he cool?
2: He cool? do cool, <laughs> 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 Welcome back, y'all. So now let's get to my favorite segment, phone
3: a friend. Call him up. Call him up, 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 call him up. We're competing for a reason, trying to stay undefeated, yeah. Call him up, 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 call him up. game of the season, don't lie, we all leaving, yeah.
2: Who we have on the show today is a very good friend of mine. He's a fellow podcaster himself, host of Conversations of the Heart with T. Till, certified life coach, empowerment speaker. Welcome to the show, my man, Terrence
1: Tillman. Yo, bro, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. You know,
2: yeah. we, 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 we've we been friends for a long time, man. You know, you, you're doing your thing. You know, you got a, got a whole bunch of different hats you're wearing. You know, you got the clothing line and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, definitely
1: shouts to you, man. I appreciate you, man. Yeah. And you're doing it big, too, man. So, you know, much respect to you in this podcast, man. It's, <laughs> I, I love it.
2: Nah, I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you. So, you know, I like to always start off with, you know, kind of putting all your social media stuff out there. So I give you time to kind of get through that.
1: Yeah, so um, it's on Instagram. It's at T underscore Till, T-I-L-L underscore inspires. Uh, Twitter at T-Till inspires. Facebook at T-Till inspires. Um, yeah, that's pretty much where you can find me definitely definitely
2: so mm-hmm. you know let's let's start with the origin story for you know tell everybody where you're from you know what i'm saying like you know how, how
1: you grew up and all that well you know i'm from new york um the best borough That's queens yes sir <laughs> yeah. Queens get the money you know um yeah so I, I grew up in queens uh i went to school out there too um in the St. Clairs and you know went to saint john's uh preparatory too um so yeah you know just uh that's pretty much where i i grew up you know what i'm saying and went to school and i went to school at uh and nyit as well so yeah
2: okay okay so you know what made you get into this type of of um i i I guess you can call it feel like mental health you know uh, Mm -hmm. life coach stuff like what what inspires you to go down that path
1: uh well to be honest with you man um in 2013 um my mom was sick my, and my dad was sick. My, my dad was sick in the hospital with, uh, you know, cancer. Um, And then my mom had a brain aneurysm. Wow. And so, you know, I was dealing with that. You know, they're both in the hospital doing things like that. And then um, <clears throat> I go into work and I get laid off. Mm. Right. <laughs> so, like, you know, that was the trifecta. You yeah, know, it, right comes, it comes
2: in threes. They always say it comes, it comes in threes, in threes man. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know. Just sitting, just having a lot of time, you know, just just to be with my family um, at, at that point in time, you know, just taking care of them, um, and then just a lot of time to think, you know, like when you're unemployed and you're in the hospitals, you know, a lot of times the only thing you got to do is sit in the hospital rooms and 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 think, you, right? You know about you know just life and and what the the next steps are. Facts. Nice. And um, you know, I was doing a, a lot of different things at the time. You know, I was in sales for ten years in various different industries and. I would saying to myself, man, you know, like, what, what is it do I really want to do, like, with myself, you know? And, you know, for a long time, like, I was kind of, like, down, you know, just with the situation that was going on, you know, with my family and then, you know, with this job. And, you know, I, start, I started to go to these different events um, when I could for encouragement. So, I would go see various different motivational speakers and this and that and just try to get some, pick me up because I, I went into a dog place, you know, I was yeah. drinking a lot, you know, um you know it just it just wasn't a good place for for me you Word. know um and so then um I was dragging one of my best friends with me and you know to these places and and she was gracious enough, gracious enough to come with me and then one day um she was like yo I'm really I'm I'm not I got to stop coming to these things with you and I was like yo like what do you mean like it's kind of crazy and she was like yo T she said honestly she was like they ain't saying nothing that you haven't been saying for years. Mm. And she was like, honestly, she was like, if this is the road that you want to take, she goes, the next time I come to one of the things for you, it's going to be your your name on the bill. Mm. And I was like, what? Like, and I was like, that, that was the slap in the face moment for me. That I was just like, man, you know, I didn't think, you know, I didn't even think that this is something that, maybe this is something that i really want to do you know what i'm saying because i was doing this this type of stuff just re- just regular just right with with my friends and you know and just with people in general you know just just always pouring into somebody that's been me for years since i was a teenager you know what i'm saying so so when she said that to me i, I was just like man you know this could be a career because i'm really passionate about it you know yeah. what i'm saying but i was just like me up there nah, no you know i was like <laughs> nah not really because when i was battling um, my own things as far as having like a really bad speech impediment, right? So, I never wanted to public speak, yeah, yeah, of course. Like, I was like, nah, bro, like ever since I was in kindergarten, I had a public uh speech impediment, excuse me. So, um, so, so for me, I was just like, nah, like there's no way I'm gonna get up on, on anybody's stage and embarrass myself, right? Right, right. But then, the more. I started to think about what I wanted to do with, with my life. I said, Damn, like, that's where my passion does lie. Like that's where it lies. So how can I get to this level to where I can be on the stage and talk? And so what I did was I pretty much retrained myself on how to talk. So right. you did that, you did that by yourself. Yeah.
3: Wow.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: wow. I, because I had to figure out, you know, pinpoint, you know, just when does my speech really, really act up or when is it at its worst, right? And and it was about emotions for me. You know, my impediment was a lot of it was geared, you know, yes, it was, you know, just there. But then also, when does it really get really bad? And that's when I'm excited, angry, or upset, or anxiety hits, and it just gets completely worse, right? So then I said, all right, well, I have to retrain h- how fast I talk as well. So like when you hear me talk now, that's not how I used to talk. Okay. I used to talk very differently, right. You know, talk more faster and because I'm, because what I was trying to do is get the words out fast. So because, you don't, so you don't, yeah. So you, so you don't trip up. Right, right. Right. But then I end up tripping up worse. Right. Right. And make everything worse. And then when people would call on me at school, Hey, can you read out loud? Like, I would literally have, like, sweat beads on the back of my neck because wow. I knew, like, I was going to stutter. So, then what I would try to do is memorize the whole paragraph literally, like, in two minutes. So, I'm, I'm thinking, like, all right, she's calling on me. She's calling me. All right, so what, what paragraph is this? All right, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> And then, then I would estimate which paragraph that was and then try to memorize it. Wow. And botch it up. That's how nervous and... And that's how much anxiety that my speech impediment gave me. It's crazy so, when you say that,
2: because, I, you know, I remember how, you know, you always were a fast talking. Now you're talking about it. It's like yeah. it's starting to, you know, I'm starting to put it together now, man. That's that's yeah. crazy. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, um school projects. I would do the work and be like, listen, I'll do the work. Please just go up there and just. Right. Don't them, don't, don't, let me, don't let me don't let me speak. Please. Yeah. Right. That was me. Right. right? So. Now I pretty much had to just study myself, look back at the years and say, all right, so how can I control this or at least get it down to like a minimum, right? right? And so a lot of it was controlling my emotions, like balancing, not getting too, you know, not getting too angry, not getting too excited, like just kind of just balancing my own emotions. And then also being able to figure out, speaking at a pace that's going to be comfortable for me that you won't hear it right so that was pretty much a journey in itself right so we're talking from 2013 I think that journey was from 2013 2014 2015 um so it's about two or three year journey that it took me to kind of correct you know uh, my
2: speech that's that is amazing so so I I guess let's kind of like rewind a little bit yeah you know growing up as a kid having this speech impediment was it was it anything that your parents like try to help you with you know i'm saying because obviously you know our parents always are going to try to do the the most for us to try to get us to you know be you know not not be outcast in 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 the social social arena you know i'm saying so like you know, did uh-huh. you did you have any like classes back then or any therapy back then? Yeah. Stuff like speech that? therapist. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I went to speech therapy to try to correct this. Um that and at the time, um, that didn't work. Um, so you know, I kind of just rocked out and just learned to kind of just accept it at the time, just yeah. for for what it was. Um, and I try not to really let it define me too much. Like on a one on the funny thing is talking to somebody on a one-on-one level, you may not really catch it right but it's when you put me in those environments that's like a group right and you know what i mean or projects and classes and stuff like that then it's like it, it was right it because yeah, you know like the anxiety was, rises you know what I'm saying? everything like, yeah, different right, right. everything was completely different right so and that's why like you know when i was old enough to you know date and stuff like that one on one on one level girls would never really know right, right? they'll be like you don't stutter, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, and just, then, like, just wait, <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know, but also, I didn't put myself in a position though to be up in front of like a bunch right. of people, you know what I mean? So that I wasn't going to embarrass myself. I was, of like, course, well, I gotta, you know, I got to be smooth, you know and I mean, I mean, yeah, you know, what mean? <laughs> you know you're so like, you're
2: not going to go into no group events or nothing like that, like you know, kind of keep it uh, keep it one on one, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, keep it one on one. And I, I had a lot of friends, but at the same time. It's different when you're amongst friends and groups, everybody's laughing, joking. Nobody's really catching it. You know, everybody's yes. just but it's different when all eyes are on you. People are paying to attention something. what yeah. you're saying and they're holding yeah. on to your
2: words and they're looking at That's you. Different. And, That's a different
1: yeah. vibe. Definitely, you know. Uh, but the funny thing is, and this is a weird thing though. When I was younger though, you know, growing up in the church and certain things like that, you know, your parents put you in the program and you gotta do the Christmas shows and right. you gotta do the Easter shows, you gotta do all them shows. And so they would always give me a part in the Easter's and Christmas shows. <laughs> it, it would never fail. And I would be like, nah, I really don't want to do it. Right. And and they would be like, nah, this is your part. Read it. And so the funny thing, is, and my mom would always say, she goes, this is the wildest thing. I never started when I got on the stage." Wow. At church. Okay. In school. So maybe,
2: maybe, so you know what it was? It may, it may have been like a comfort level thing. Maybe you were, maybe you were more comfortable in that situation maybe. and, and like a school situation is just like the unknown. It's, it's, it's a little bit more. It's a
1: little yeah, bit more it chaos is.
2: because the thing is, like you know, what I'm saying like in church, people, people joke not, on you. Yeah, yeah, people, you know, yeah. in church, people are not gonna joke on you like that. Yeah, you know they're gonna be a little bit more supportive. True. But in school, True. you know, kid, <laughs> yeah, yeah, kids, kids are mean, man. You yeah, know what the saying? kids like, are gonna get you. Right. The girls right. are there. You know the what I mean? You know, you know, all of that stuff. So it's pressure. There, there's, there's there's higher anxiety levels in that yeah. situation. So so you're right. So the fact that you actually realized that and was able to pinpoint that that's impressive that's really something that a lot of people can't do by themselves like they need help they need that that outside intervention they need therapy so the fact that you were able to do that yo yo big shouts to you man big kudos for that man definitely yeah
1: i mean it's kind of crazy um because people always ask me well well, how did you do that and i'm like well it's weird like it's no to me it was no science like I, i just literally figured out what was best for me right right it's just like figuring out like what works for your body with the workout I mean, it's not the same but it's just like yo like this is where i don't stutter this pocket right here
3: right this
1: pocket is where i do not stutter so let me you know, repeat that of the most yeah. right yeah. right and so now I, the hard part is training yourself to stay in this pocket right because then there were times where i was like back to the old trying to mix it with the new back with the old now I'm speeding talking and then i'm like slowing it down and yeah. so and then i have to go through that process right and then it's just like then also the other hard part though is controlling your emotions though. absolutely so,
2: oh that's the hardest part for everybody man you know that is the it's... hardest part to
1: where even like when you're really mad like for me i said i can't like i have to calm down before i proceed to have this conversation right right or you know or or to to facilitate this i have to be able to control that or excitement anxiety you yeah. know so that's kind of where learning the pockets and sticking with the pockets and just staying in your lane and and making that repetitive and repetitive and repetitive to where at some point you you retrain yourself on how to speak but it does take a real conscious effort to absolutely not do what you did for the last I think at that time was 28 years or something like that. I was, you know, I didn't, you know, I just started that journey. So I was yeah. like, I've been talking like this for 28 years and I got to retrain myself in two to three years because I want to be able to speak on a certain level by this point. Right. And so, you know, so then that was that. And then what I did was I put myself in a very uncomfortable situation and I took a job in um, the nonprofit sector as okay. a trainer. Okay as a trainer to where so you're, I,
2: so you're forced to speak exactly <laughs> exactly you're forced to speak in a, in an environment that you've never been comfortable in bro you exactly. like that that is that's that's crazy like the <laughs> yeah. fact that you would you would recognize that and you literally retrained your brain see mm-hmm. like that's what you did you retrained yeah. your brain in, yeah. a, in, a, in a couple of years man that's that's impressive Yeah.
1: And then, you know, I voluntarily put myself in a teaching position (laughs) Um, and it was interesting because I said to myself, well, if I'm teaching Monday through Friday at this nonprofit, that's where I can get the most practice. Absolutely. Right. For my pace, my flow. And people are going to test you because people, one, they're going to piss you off in class. Of course. I don't care what school or nonprofit. There's going to be somebody. There's going to be a couple of people that's going to, it's, it's, it is what it is. Right. Right, You got the smart Alex, you got the people who's going to talk certain things. So I said, this is going to be a place to where I know that one, you you are making a difference and you know, and the things I'm teaching on is going to prepare me for the things that I'm going to do on my own. Right. So I'm just kind of just getting pretty much practice for the things that I want to do for the future, but it was hard. I'm not gonna lie like you know like the first couple of days of being in front of this class and you're teaching and you had to cur- create a curriculum and you're teaching and it's like wow like and when I first went in I was like yo the sweat back <laughs> of my neck bro like I start to get that again like that feeling again and I'm like oh this is this is going to be the test right because because at this point I can't run anywhere I'm not a student. I'm the guy right. now that people are pointing at and they're look, and they're looking at, and I have to be the one to make this class go. Absolutely. And so that's what I did, and that really helped me out a whole lot. And that was and that was pretty much I felt like my preseason. That that was my practice, my preseason. That was my G League. Like yeah. that was my assignment right there, man. Right, because right. through through that. So I built a lot of relationships even with my students even and they still follow follow up with me to this day and it's just like man like that propelled me at that point you know to now start you know uh, training to be a life coach um and doing those things and and so then I, I moved from that to now all right now with social media times so, you know this is like going from now this is like going back to school because now you know it's like man, now I'm going to start recording myself doing right. videos. So that's a different that's
2: a different animal in itself. So th- now that's
1: another animal, right? Yeah. So I'm just like, oh man, like now I'm thinking about like school again like man, they're they going to clown me cuz even though I retrained myself on how to talk, I still have this mentality that I'm still going to mess up. Like I'm still right. in, in the back of my head. I'm like, yo, I'm going to stutter. And then to be honest with you, the funniest thing is when I first started I felt like in order to be comfortable to do videos, I needed shades. Okay. Not to be cool. It was to hide myself.
2: Right. So you're not, you're not, right. Yeah, I get it. I get right?
1: it. Right. Even it. though like, it's my voice that like, it's, it's my voice. That's the problem. Like it's my, <laughs> you know, it's my speech impediment. That's the problem, but I have on shades. It didn't make any sense to me, but it made me feel it made a little feel, bit. Made you feel comfortable secure. Yeah. And, un- and unseen. Right. right? So. I started doing, you know, these, these videos, I think at the time, I think what Instagram was like 15 seconds. I don't know, something like that. And so I would, and then now I'm saying myself, well, I trained myself to speak at this pace, but now I only got 15 seconds to get a message across. Right. Now I gotta try to see how I can either get like a really short message or speed it up. So like, people don't know like it's like hundreds of takes like hundreds and hundreds of takes just to get a 15 second clip right <laughs> so then you know i finally get the the gumption to put it up and you know i put up a couple of videos and i'm like my heart's pounding my heart's racing so just like clockwork as as fate would have it social media social media nobody commented on on my speech but they was like yo this, this this guy has on shades like he's <laughs> like he's diddy trying to talk to us and teach us something. <laughs> and I was like, yo, like, I'm like, yo, if you only knew why, right, like I'm wearing this right now, like you won't you wouldn't even think it was because I was trying to be cool. It, right. I wasn't trying to put on shades at nighttime. Like that right. the, the, I wasn't on that type of time. I was just literally trying not to be seen. Right. Just trying to get a message out. So then I was like, you know what though? But at the same time people want to see your eyes they want to see the they want to see if you're genuine they always right. say yo, yo they gotta look you in the eye see you know so I knew I had to get there um so what I did was I went from like the real dark shades to the real you know brown the little brown shades. <laughs> so where you can see, so you can start see a little bit of it <laughs> you start
2: seeing you start
1: seeing see, see the outline of your yeah, eyes yeah 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 I'm like, All right, cool. And then you know we went oh, we went in steps you know I wasn't ready to just rip the bandit off yet yeah um and then I finally got to a place where I was just like you know what man whatever If right. I'm gonna do it I'm just gonna do it yeah right. because
2: you know you, you threw yourself in the teacher's thing you threw yourself into the deep end hey let's let's just throw myself into the yep. deep end again and figure it out yeah,
1: yeah man yeah dog. so you know so that's so that's what I did man um I did that and then I started doing videos and then what I realized is people started to listen people started to pay attention. And then that led to, you know, people saying, Hey, I didn't know you did this. Like, Hey, you know, my junior high schools is having this. Do you want to come speak at it? And I'm like, no, Um, in my head, (laughs) I I was like, absolutely not. Um, You know, but I was just like, Oh, okay. I guess I'll come like, and I'm like, Oh, Oh, like this is the, these are the moments, right, right, and even though I was teaching for my job, I was like, now somebody when somebody requests you, you know, to come and speak, now that's a that's a different level of pressure to me. Oh, definitely. So definitely. now I'm sitting here like, oh man, you know, junior high school kids, now you're entrusting me with children. I was just like, oh man, all right. Um, so then I start to get a lot more of those. And then once people start to see videos of me doing that, then it was oh high schools, and then it was nonprofit, you know, organizations. Then it was you know women's shelters, halfway wow. homes, things like that. You know, I'll get calls from different sororities. Hey, listen, we're doing this program. Like, we want to partner with you to come speak to women, you know, um, and celebrate them. And I was just like, oh, this is just, oh, this is a thing. Like, this yeah, is it's nothing. real. It's you know, real. Um, yeah. And then I knew, you know, I had something that's what was when I got an opportunity to speak at St. John's University. Um wow. and um and Pace University. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, like this is this is rolling now, you yeah. know. Um yeah. which I which was very shocking to me because here I was really never wanted to speak in front of my class yeah, my classmates anyone. like you know people who i knew now i'm speaking at st john university right right to income in front of, freshmen.
2: front of hundreds of people
1: yeah yeah right and i'm just like this is crazy you know so that's just kind of how um you know i've got started and and i think every time i faltered with certain things like man like is, is this the right message to say i always got especially on, on social media because it's like, you want to see likes, you want to see the hearts, you want to see, you know, we all human, you want to, you want to feel like justified that your message is real and that your message is getting somewhere. Right. But on so many occasions, I've gotten hit up from people that I've probably haven't heard of from in years. Yo, listen, you know, I may not hit the like button, but I'm watching you all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you're saying. It's gotten me through so many different things. It's gotten me through places. And I'm like, so that that always teaches me, right? To never, you know, the like the, the likes and, and all that stuff. Like it don't really really makes a difference. You know, somebody I'm some people, people are watching. watching.
2: People are watching. People right. are watching, even like if they don't hit the like button. Sometimes people don't hit the like button because they don't want to be associated with yep. that publicly. Yep. And make people say, oh, well, you like that because are you you like this message? Are you going through something? So now it's now getting into your personal business. So I I'm understand that side of it. So, yeah, man, you know, yeah. that, that's definitely, you know, what you're doing is, is, is such a powerful thing. And, and the conversations that you have on Instagram Live. Uh, now, talk about... <laughs> Talk about conversations of the heart. Like, mm-hmm. what made you actually start that? Like, since you know you're doing all these speaking things and mm-hmm. starting to, it's starting to, you know, the wave is starting to to, to come now. Mm-hmm. This starts to become a thing where, okay, now I now I'm gonna put it in podcast form. Now I'm going to have it on all these platforms. Like, mm-hmm. was that was that always a,
1: was that always a goal for you, or did mm-hmm. it
2: just happen?
1: that was absolutely not the goal of any sort Yeah, that, you know, my goal, you know, was to become a life coach. I did speaker, you know, check that box off, um, author that's in prod, that's in, you know, progress like that, like that was my goal. right? Right. That right there. Um, the podcast stuff that the show never, that never even entered my brain. Right. Right. We go through a pandemic, right. Everybody's at home. And then one day, you know, me, and, me and my boy, you know, we always have these crazy insightful conversations for like hours on end on the phone. And one day I hit him up. I say, yo, why don't we just go on live right quick and just kind of just give the people kind of just what we talk about on a daily basis. Cause we, we go into like a lot of deep stuff with men, mental health, like trauma. Like we get into a lot of different things. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. Like, so he was like, yo, let's do it. So we hopped on that live and, and the engagement, that we had, like, to where it was an hour. So that was when Instagram was really an hour. Like, yes. it would right. cut it was you just, off. just an hour, right? All yeah. Right. Cut. So I tell, I was like, all right, listen, guys, it's been an hour. We got to go. Nah, no, you guys got to keep going. Like, we start. And I'm like, so my boy's like, listen, we ain't got nowhere to go. So I was just like, bet. So we start. We ended we end up doing three restarts. We was online for like two and a half hours. People were in the comments. Like everybody was just going through something and asking questions. And like, it was wild. It, it was like, it felt like a two and a half hour therapy session. Wow. And everybody was involved in the black, especially for us. Like, it was the black community, men. I right. mean, it was, I got so many DMs at that point that was like, yo, you got to do this all the time. Like we need to talk for the community for like, it's good to hear men express this you know what i mean you know express themselves in this way and, and open up this dialogue so i was like huh i was like well if that's something that people really think that th- that's needed especially at this time let's i was do just it. like then let's do it you know yeah. and then i just came up with that because it just felt fitting like the the, the name kind of felt fitting i was like it's a conversation of the heart like it's it's just about the people, it's not really about me, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm at the focal point of of the show. Like right. I just want to have meaningful conversations that's gonna impact the community, um, you know, and pretty much give the game away for for free, you know. And it's like I have people who come on from all walks of life, um, you know, I mean, giving giving game away like for zero dollars, you know what right. I'm saying? Pretty and much that, you're pretty much the voice of the voiceless, you know
2: what I'm saying? Right,
1: yeah, and 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 so. That's really where that came from, and you know now you know looking back. I mean, we did season one. I did season one. I wrapped that up. I think it was like thirty something episodes, and now we're in season two. Nope. Um, so far I got about twenty episodes in the back for season two. Dope, dope, um, dope. and it's been it's been wild. You know, um, shows on IG, it's on YouTube. I have it on all platforms, um podcast platforms too. Um, yeah, you know, just having that meaningful conversation for the community, man. Um, it's, it's pretty, you know, and it's been amazing and. And to watch other people that, you know, have come on the show, have sprouted their own business from my show, right? you know? um, And they're like, yo, like, we want to do it. And now they've taken their expertise and, and now put it on their platform, created YouTube channels and putting it out there for the people. And I'm like, see that, that's, that's, that's what it's about, you know? So, yeah,
2: absolutely. Absolutely, man. Like, you know, 2020 was definitely the year of creation. Like, you know what I'm saying? It came there's a lot of there's a lot of bad stuff that happened in 2020 absolutely like you know we Lots. we never want to we never want to like you know downplay that but they, yeah. uh, there, there's also a lot of good positive things that came out a lot of a lot of reflection a lot of rebirth a lot of you know new things that 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 people just you know discovered about themselves man so you know i i'm like I said, man, I'm I'm definitely tapped in all the time. You know, love what you guys are doing, love what you're doing, love what you talk about, love the topics that you bring up because it's, it's a lot of serious stuff that in our community, mm. you know, we grew up, bro, and you know how it is. Like it's mm-hmm. men, it's black men, it's black people, you look at you look at, uh, talking about personal issues. Yep. Nah, nah, we don't do that. Like we just yep. we just put our head down and go to work. Oh, you yeah. feel, you feeling bad about yourself? Well, yeah. you gotta get up anyway and you gotta go to work. You gotta dust yourself off and keep going. Like, yep. you know, mental health in, in our community, it was a little slow, it was a little lagging. You know what I'm saying? Like severe, you know,
3: yeah.
2: White people have been doing this a long time, man. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like you 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 we will always look at therapy and seeking help and stuff yes. like that as like a as like a bad thing. Oh, I'm not crazy. Right. I don't need to speak to nobody. It has nothing to do with that. When mm-hmm. you got successful men in the one percent they literally have therapists like, like an agent, yeah. like it, like they <laughs> yeah. got to speak to these people every yes. day. You know what I mean? Oh, so it's crazy. And, and people don't realize that it's a, it's, it's just a part of the, the your development, your growth, like, right. to be able to, to do self-evaluation all the time and say, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing right? How can I be able to improve? Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. And for a long time, our community looked at it, as a bad thing but now we're starting to turn the corner and realize that listen you know it, it is something that we need to focus on it is something yeah. that we need to put on the forefront it is something mm-hmm. that everybody needs to understand that it's okay like you right. know what I mean like yeah. it's okay
1: you know life like you know life is heavy and for a lot of us you know for for most of us especially in the black community, we're born into the red, right? When it comes when it comes to mental health, right? You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of stuff from from your parents gets pushed onto you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and just the way society views us in general, right? Like you're already born into the red. So for me, like I I have a therapist, you know, and I've been um I'm not a therapist, but I'm a but I'm an advocate for therapy. Yeah. And so when people hit me and say, you know, T, I, I've gotten therapy because of you, like. I learned that because of you. And I'm like, that's all that matters to me. Like right. as far as just you getting the help, like get the help, you know what I'm saying? Cause in a suicide way, are crazy, especially amongst men. Right. You know what I mean? So to me, it's just like, get the help. And, and, and if there's something that, if I could tell you or, or show you to be a bridge for you to get the help, then that's really all it's about. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I'd rather get to you. Then to read about or hear about you like damn man like i wish i could have got to this person you know what i'm saying like 100 100%, 100%, yeah. you know so yeah man yes it's been a crazy journey man you know um i never would have thought um i would have been a speaker and it's crazy because i was in a company um i would say in 2019 um and i went to this training session in jacksonville and they have all of these types of like competitions and stuff like that amongst the teams and and it's like, you have to go present. Right. Yeah. And so now, but now, you know, now I present or whatever the case is. And it's like, okay, I'm kind of in the groove already of doing it right. outside, okay. of, outside of work. Right. <laughs> so I'm cool. Right. But the wildest thing was one of the top executives came to me and she, and she said afterwards, she goes, you're such an amazing speaker. <laughs> and you're looking at how like, yo, you're nah, like you don't know the journey, <laughs> yo. <lady. laughs> yo Not, nah, but to hit, but to hear that, I, yo, amongst anything anybody ever nice has said to me, that's the best. That was that was one of the best things to hear, and that was the only time anybody has ever said, "Yo, like you are an amazing speaker. Like you speak so well." Right. And I was like, "Man, if you only knew what that means to me at this point." in my life because you know five or six years ago the work i had to do to get to this point right like you have no idea you know what i'm saying she had no idea just what that meant to me you know what i'm saying so to get that you know what i'm saying and then for people to come out and want to hear me speak or you know now they're getting stuff from me you know like when i speak and man you know i mean i couldn't have even dreamed this to be yeah. honest with you, nah, you know man. I mean?
2: so you're, you're... know you're 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 an influencer you know the the fact that that's what an influencer does like you know we hear that tag around social media about certain people that just they just post things And but you're a real influencer like you're you're changing people's lives you're giving people different perspective in regards to how -hmm. they can be able to go about life you're giving them tools that they never Mm -hmm. had before so yeah. that's that that's the definition of influencer that you're doing a positive thing for people man so you know just appreciate keep that. doing what you're doing man like you know you, you you're doing your thing i'm 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 extremely proud of what you're doing man you know what i'm saying i appreciate you, that man. It's, it's it's needed you know what i mean like what i Definitely. do what i do is not really needed you know we nah, got we hell, got we hell, got no it is we got it is <laughs> <laughs> we got sports out there you know what i mean like, they can all need they can always listen. They can always hear another black man and run his mouth about sports, <laughs> but you know, for a black man to be able to, you know, really give the information about how to be better human beings going forward, you know, how to how to love better, how to love yourself better, and how to be yeah. better people. That's you know, that's that's definitely that's definitely a, a, a needed resource in, in in this world, man. So, like I said, man, shouts to you, shouts to what you're doing you know talk about the talk about the clothing line a little bit you got a little clothing line too yeah
1: again something else that was never in the plans right um you know it was something that um you know i i made up something for the show like i started making up products for the show because i you know i wanted to promote the show you know like you know you got your merch and i mean (laughs) and i see it's popping too you know like you got your merch and and so like when, you know, it's branding. So that's really, I just really made a couple things, you know, for the branding purposes and I put it out, just wear it. Yeah. So people started hitting me on the side. Hey, yeah, what can I get one? And I was like, no, I'm not really making it for that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, that's just for the show. Like, but then once I started to get like a lot of like requests. A lot of requests,
2: Yeah, yeah. And I'm
1: like, all right. But now I'm like, well, I can't just make, just two things. Like I can't just make just two things and start selling it. Like I just like, so I said, why don't I make create a merch line that's geared towards everything that I stand for and everything that's surrounded about what I do. That's positive. Right. You know, you start making Clover lines, you know, there's stuff about therapy, there's stuff about, you know, men and women, Kings and Queens, like trauma, like just all those things. Right. So I just said, you know what, if I'm going to do it, and I'm just gonna just do it. You I'm not just go gonna in. make a couple things right. and sell it. I'm just because like making a merch line and stuff that takes a lot of work. So yeah. I'm not gonna do it for just a couple of shirts and just set it. I was just right. like, why don't I just put my mind to it? Think about the things that I that I really want to uh, say or put on, you know, a shirt, a sweatshirts, hoodies, and stuff, all the apparel. Like, and think about it, and then sell it you know yeah. and and then put it out there so i mean that's just what i did so um you know i made that a goal in 2020 um but i wasn't ready in 2020 i was going through a lot a lot of different things in 2020 of course um, and then now fast fast forward i said 2021 i could launch that um and then um yeah you know and so in may you know i definitely launched and uh yeah it's you know it's been pretty good so far that's what's up man that's what's up i'm telling you man
2: you you, you're on your way you're on your (laughs) way man i'm telling you real that's that that's what it is man so you know let's kind of segue into sports uh you're 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 a big sports fan like myself Mm -hmm. uh big time jets fan you know which is ah
1: uh, you know this and you know this man <laughs> big time jets fan.
2: so i guess you know we could be able to start into football and then we'll we'll segue into other stuff because there's there's, mm-hmm. a, there's a lot of different things going on right now so mm-hmm. you know uh zach wilson had mm-hmm. a little contract dispute with the jets there was some language that they wanted in there and there was mm-hmm. a play and he finally showed up to camp and his first day at camp mm-hmm. he looked horrible. What are your thoughts on Zach Wilson? And do you feel that he is the guy, or do you feel that, you know, there's some doubt there in regards to who he can be at the next level? Honestly, I have
1: a lot of hope. But as a Jets fan, that's all you have. Is that's hope, all you right? got. <laughs> um, Zach Wilson, to me, um, you know, I watch some of his games. Um, I feel like it can go either way. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be either really good or really atrocious. Okay, um, so not, not nothing in the middle. <laughs> it's it's um it's tough because I saw a couple of throws he uh, he made um today, you know, to Elijah Moore, and I who is the guy who I'm really looking forward to seeing? Yeah, he's um, a beast. Yeah, and ironically, he's one of my best friends cousins, but you know Nice. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but he's a real beast. And I'm like, is Zach Wilson the guy? Right. That's going to be able to lead this team. You know what I mean? Like Allen, you know, from Buffalo. You know what yeah, I mean? You know, yeah, like, yeah. God, I like him. Like, I really like that guy. Like yeah, You know what me I mean? Like, me too. he's really good, right? You know, but I'm not sure. You know, I'm, I'm really uncertain about him. Um, I know a lot of people are sold on him. You know, I think he has a really good arm. He does. I'm just hopeful. But then again, when I, I look at who we've had in the past, the Sam Darnolds, right, you know, mark sanchez you know you know i mean honestly he's the one zach wilson is the one that has the brightest of the future okay okay you know i mean mean, i mean out of out of the guys and it's not saying much so please you know i mean it's not saying much for the quarterbacks that we've had you know um but he's the one that has the most upside so i will say that okay um but i am very skeptical yeah. to be
2: honest with you. No, nah, I'm with you, man. Like, you know, I've I've always been on the other side of it. Like, I, I think that Sam Darnold uh, had the talent, but the Jets were not ready to give him what he needed because they didn't, mm. listen, he had a poor offensive line. He didn't mm-hmm. have any weapons. He had a horrible head coach, horrible quarterbacks coach, nothing there, you know, probably a little sprinkle of some decent defense here and there. But what Zach Wilson has in front of him is not even close to what Sam Darnold had in front of him. Zach I mean, well, Wilson has a We're going to see, though, this year, though. Well, yeah. Well, well just on we'll paper. See. Just on paper in regards to what Zach Wilson has. He has a better offensive line. He has younger backs. They have wide receivers now. He has mm-hmm. a competent coach that's well-respected around I the NFL. L- now, now, that's the hire yeah. for me. Right. That you know was I mean? the hire for me, the yeah, coach. Yeah, that you know, I was Robert- like. Yeah, Robert Yo. Sala, you know, yeah, he's, he's, amazing. A, he's amazing. He's amazing. He's well-respected. The other guy that was here was not. So, that's you a know, fact. that's that, That's a lot. That 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 can be a make-or-break situation for any quarterback. If you have your head coach, that's incompetent. Now Zach Wilson doesn't have that. And the organization has come out and said, we are going to give you everything in our power to make sure that you are successful. You are not, they, they said this to him. I think it was draft night. Robert Sala said, we are going to help you be great. It's not going to be the other way around. Not we're we're looking for you to be great to help us. We are right. going to help you be great, and that's Sam, the message. Yeah. Right, Sam Darnold didn't get that message. So this is what I'm saying. It's like you know, I, I I think the kid can be good. I just don't see. I don't see great in Zach Wilson. I see okay. You see okay. I, I see okay because when he was in BYU, he had a lot of games against against teams that were. Over five hundred that he struggled mm-hmm. against. Yeah, that just tells me that once the t- once the competition level kind of rises, he shrinks. This is the mm. NFL. You got athletes all over the place. You got guys of the three hundred pounders that can fly. So every team is talented in the NFL. Can he handle that? Can he handle the adversity in the biggest market on the planet? So I'm it's curious to market. see it. Yeah, I'm curious to
1: see it. I
2: I I'm, on, I am on the not flip as, side.
1: Yeah. On the flip side, we'll see about Sam Donald this year too with CMC. Oh yeah, that's true. Def- definitely, definitely, and, and, and he's back with Robbie and Robbie Anderson is and Robbie back Robbie Anderson's right? over there. Yep. Yeah, and so he's got a squad now too. Yeah. So we're gonna see that everything that you said about him is right. gonna pan out.
2: That's very true. Now he's
1: got a very he's got a squad too. Yeah. So and, there's no excuses on his side too, right? Especially right. when you got that big boy in the back. You oh know yeah. What I mean, oh, you yeah. know. Um. So I'm looking forward to see, and we're gonna see actually in week one. Yep. Yep. We're gonna see week one. Yep. Right? You know, because that's that's the matchup. You know, the Panthers versus the Jets. And you already know if if,
2: if Sam Darnold goes out there and throws 365, three touchdowns and a pick, and they win the game, the, the back news is gonna be like, Oh, why did we get rid of Sam? They're
1: like you 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 know it's coming. You know it's coming. So I do know it's coming. Um, but I do also feel like there are times where you have to leave. Yes. Right. And and I, I don't even with the new management, I don't think Sam Darnold would have done well with even with this team that we have now. I don't think he would have done done well. I think he needed a new, just a new place, a yeah. new opportunity, nah, you know, in a smaller bro. market too. Definitely,
2: definitely. Like sometimes you, you're absolutely right. It's about it's about where you go. Like, you know, you can be able to have all the skills and the talent, but sometimes the fit is not there and sometimes you have to go somewhere else to develop and possibly return later on in your career, if, if that's a possibility, but you yeah. know that you, you, sometimes you definitely do need to go elsewhere. Absolutely. hundred percent, hundred percent.
1: Yeah. I mean, 100%. we'll see. I mean, I'm always hopeful, man. Um, I, I mean, how many games are we going to win? <laughs> uh, Bro. I mean, my heart, my heart, says nine games <laughs> so my so mind, think... my my mind says like four five all
2: right so you say on a on a if everything goes right the, the, the jets can finish nine and eight this season
1: if everything goes right i think a nine and eight you know um okay but that but that's my heart though like that's the optimism that's the jets fan in me like yeah, yeah, you know yeah. i'm not gonna jump out the window and say 10 eleven games. like right, i'm not right. crazy you know i'm not one i'm, I'm not one of them guys <laughs> but my head like, and the honest guy in me says we, we might end up like five and 12. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you know, I mean, we're like, we're a new team, yeah. Like, you know, um, new system, new coach, new team. The one thing that I really want to like see and expect to see is competition, right? Like, I don't like, I'm not trying to get blown off the floor, like, yeah, 32 compete to three, like, play hard, play hard. So, like, if we could hang in, like, you know if we can hang in with some of the big teams, you know, that's even in in our own division, if we can right. hang in and go, you know, and compete and be like, man, you know what? We were just a player two away, you know, or man, that was a rookie mistake, but we was there. Like we was in it. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like then it's like, you know what? All right. So now we could build on next season and, and go forward. But if we just out here getting sh- shellacked, you know, <laughs> like we was before with this team. Yeah. And all the pieces that we had, then it's, it's con- like, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, it's a concern. It's a concern. Nah, Big concern. You, I well, like that. Then we
1: got to get on the phone with Deshaun Watson.
2: Right. <laughs> so <laughs> so what are your thoughts on, you know, kind of staying in football? What are your thoughts on the whole Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay? They finally, you know, they finally made up. Aaron Rodgers said he's 100% in mm-hmm. after, you know, after publicly being very candid in regards to, what transpired with the team and how he felt and Mm -hmm. you know what he wanted to see change like yeah were you on the side of aaron Rodgers or were you more on the side of look man like you know just play football like you know what were your
1: thoughts on that you know for me i loved it as far as what aaron Rodgers did you know um that's an organization that really didn't give him the tools that he really needed I mean, yep. to succeed and to win. I mean, he's one of the best quarterbacks with one of the best arms we've ever seen. Right. Nice. Um, but when you look around the other teams, did you see what they gave Tom Brady? <laughs> Everything. I just want to know. Everything? I mean, the, it, you know, listen, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's great. That's a great quarterback. You see what they gave Drew Brees? Right. I mean, he was playing? Right. Like, yo, like, they didn't give him nothing to work with, man. That's facts. That's facts. And so at some point, and so it is kind of disrespectful when you think about it to where you don't give me anything. I'm still keeping y'all in the playoffs going. You know, I'm still putting up historic numbers. And then you go draft the quarterback.
2: Right. <laughs> Well, listen, man. You, I have a problem with that. I'm a hundred percent with you because I've I've said on my show numerous times that what I wanted Aaron Rodgers to do was show up to camp, go through the preseason, and then the last game of the preseason he goes into the front office and says, "I quit. Go, 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 go. Let Jordan Love take you where you gotta go. I'm out." Because (laughs) at the end of the day, like he said, it was never about the kid. You know, he, he's not going to treat mm-hmm. Jordan Love like how Aaron, like how uh, Brett, Favre. Brett Favre treated him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you know and, and shouts to Brett Favre too. It's not the fact that he did it purposely, but this is a kid that was brought in to replace you. So, of course, you still want to play at a high level you're going to have some natural animosity towards this young man. It's because great. It's Especially if about- you're playing at an MVP right. level, exactly. It's all about competition. It's just like going back in the day, Steve Young was brought in when Joe Montana was still there. They weren't best friends. Everybody knows the story. They respected each other, but they didn't like each other because they played the same position. So right. that's what it was all about. But you know, you got this organization that when you think about it, it's not natural to go from a Hall of Famer to another Hall of Famer. You normally have to go through a bad period to find that great True. player to be able to start your, you know, that new regime. They went from Hall of Famer to a guy that just stepped in and just destroyed everything right away. So they lucked out. But when you think about it, in a 30 year span, they have three Super Bowl appearances and they have two Super Bowls with. Two Hall of Fame bookend quarterbacks. That is an embarrassment. They it should have more appearances, they should have more Super Bowl rings, but they don't have that because they've been cheap. They were cheap with with, with uh with, with, with Burfarve, they're cheap with Aaron Rodgers. The last time that they actually won the Super Bowl was when they spent money in 2010. That's when they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So this is the this is the thing where Aaron Rodgers was saying like, yo, if if I'm this great quarterback. Treat me like Tom Brady. Let me have some insight. Let me recruit. Let me be able to bring guys in here. Yes, I'm not saying that you gotta you gotta approve every particular thing that I bring to you, but let's have a conversation. Like, right, let's sit down and let's be in the war room together. Let's see what works and what doesn't work. But for you to not even acknowledge me, acknowledge what I bring to the table, other than throwing this football, mm-hmm. y'all got me, y'all got me messed up. Y'all got me but, messed up.
1: But and and to be fair to Tom Brady. He just got this squad in his twentieth year, right? Like well, he just think, got this squad. But think and, about it. He, you know, he
2: went there, right? He he. Left, yeah. He left New England because he
1: wasn't allowed to get that. Right, yeah. but he earned it. But he also won what six championships yeah, with yeah, New six, England? Six championships,
2: right? nine appearances,
1: and, and he won when you know he took some some questionable pieces to the Super Bowl, especially on the offensive side. Like he made like he made, you know, certain wide receivers household names. Well,
2: think about it. Well, think nah, about he did. this. Think about this. Like his New England career was is, is, is etched in stone is Hall of Fame. But the <laughs> difference between Brady and Rodgers is that Rodgers didn't have a Bill Belichick. Rodgers had Mike McCarthy that in all intents and purposes. I love Mike McCarthy because I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. He's not the best head coach. Wait, oh, you're a Cowboys fan. Yeah, I'm a Cowboys fan. Cowboys. He's not the <laughs> he's not the best head coach. So it's like when you got the one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play, and then you have literally one of the greatest coaches to ever play. That is the combination that will make you win. System, yeah, ability, like the system. Had, yeah, what they had in New England was a system that mm-hmm. worked. You can but, be able
1: to plug and play guys, and it will work. But the and one thing that Bill Belichick that, always gave. Tom Brady was a, even if he didn't if, if he didn't have a good outs or a good back, he made sure that he gave him a good defense and a good yeah, O-line. of course of course and a, of course. And a good O line. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I don't think I don't think Brady will ever look back at his New England career and like you know he'll never disrespect it. Like they won nah, they nah. won Bills way they did it his way with the system and all that. But Brady was basically saying once he went to to Tampa Bay is that you can win this way as well. There's no right. There's not a perfect system out there that you're going to be guaranteed to win that way. You can be able to have full autonomy and full control as a quarterback as well with the management and still Mm -hmm. be able to have that, that relationship to win. So he, he did it both ways. So Aaron Rodgers Mm -hmm. is looking at it like, okay, I want that. Like I'm great enough. I've earned the respect to get true. That's what I want. You know what I'm saying? And shouts to him. Like, I said it too. Like, and this goes around the NFL. This is like a message to the NFL. Not everybody gets this type of pass. You got to be Tom Brady. You got to be Aaron Rodgers. You got to be Pat Mahomes. You got to be Russell Wilson. Not not everybody deserves this type of full autonomy in their organization. Because you have to earn it. You know what I'm saying? So that's what Aaron Rodgers is basically telling Green Bay. Like, It's true. I've earned this position that I have. Like, respect it. And, he, and like you said, I will be perfectly fine with moving on. But just tell me. Don't, mm-hmm. don't have me as a lame duck quarterback when you plan to replace me with the kid. If you want to keep me here, I want to stay here. But if you don't want me, don't have me in limbo. Just shit me off and go, go with the kid. So I respect that, you know what I'm saying? Because that's that's the way it's supposed to be. If you want to go with Jordan Love, do it now. Don't have me waiting around. If you want to commit to me, commit to me. And if the kid wants to stay around a couple of seasons or four or five and wait, that's up to him. If you want to trade him and give him a better situation, that's up to y'all. But if you're going to commit to me, commit to me 100% like I've always done since I've been here. You feel me? I love that.
1: I love that. And honestly, to me, if you're going to run an organization, yeah, right? At least provide your quarterback with a solid defense, an uh, O line. Give them some pieces. If this and, if, if and that's one, what you want to do, then and, and at least one more wide receiver.
2: Exactly. You know, not some dude that works in, and shouts to the people that work at CVS, but not to the <laughs> not, not to the not to the person that works at CVS and you give them a the tryout to. Like that that's not that's a
1: big thing. That's not you know, that's,
2: that's not conducive to winning.
1: Ex- yo, exactly. And I know they just brought back Cobb. Right, you know, but they still need some. Yeah, you know, he old, listen. Still- he he,
2: good, but he old as hell. They need to get somebody younger. That that's and they did draft the they did draft the wide receiver in this draft. Very good guy. Uh, then they draft him in the second round or third round or something like that. He's really really good. So they got a young guy in there. They got some veterans. They got uh, still got Devontae Adams, who's one of the best receivers in the league. So they have something here. You know, without Rodgers, they weren't going to be a Super Bowl contender. Obviously, with Rogers with this team, I think that they can pick up exactly where they left off last season. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, a big, big shouts to them being able to kind of rectify this situation.
1: I wanted him to leave. I, like I don't 30s. think he's going to yeah. be there for like another, Yo, even though he's, you know, he's going to be there now. I don't know how yeah. long or what contract did he sign? Was it just one year or two? Yeah, they
2: picked up, they picked up his, I think his 2022. So like so 2020, two years. Yeah. So he's there for this year as well as In, next year. year. And, yeah. I think and, that's and they, it. Well, maybe, maybe. If, but listen, if they're smart, they commit to this man another three years after that
1: because he can still play. He can still play. I don't – because at that point, then you need to trade Jordan yeah, Love. Yeah, got trade Love, um, right. But I just feel like I don't think he's going to end his career in Green Bay. I feel like after the two years is up, I think that they're going to move on to love, especially if they don't win a championship.
2: It's possible. It's definitely possible. I can see that happening. I can if see they go happening. to the
1: Super Bowl this year, or something, then you know what? Then I think those those talks might start to happen. If they get yeah. close this year and next year, they make it to a Super Bowl or whatever, then I could see it. But if right. they don't sniff the Super Bowl these next two years, right? then it's like at, at that point, you you know, you're great, but we got to start young.
2: Right, right. Now, you at, at some point, the organization has to make a decision to kind of, Reset, you know what I mean. So we'll we'll yeah. see we'll see if that if that's where they go. Uh, you know, twenty twenty two. Now, segueing into you know you had made a comment about Deshaun Watson. You know, yeah. Deshaun Watson, you know, great young quarterback, but he's yeah. going through some things right now, and a lot of things. Yeah. yeah so it's like <laughs> you know, if you're a team, Terrence, do you even try an attempt to trade for a guy? that you don't know his future. You don't know if he's going to be available or not. Like that is a tough situation for any organization to be in. So if you're the Jets, Zach Wilson completely implodes this first year and they say, you know what, we've had enough. Like, is that something that you, but but think about it, what year are you trading him for? Because if you trade for him now, There's a guarantee. There's almost a high possibility that he doesn't play the season. Right. Mm -hmm. There's a there's a there's a high possibility that he may be suspended for half of the next season. So you're making
1: a trade for possibly two years out.
2: So it's if he well,
1: if Zach Wilson implodes, one year has gone already. Right. Right. All right. So you're willing to wait another year. The Jets been waiting for like the last, (laughs) you know, um, if I gotta wait two years to get <laughs> to get this guy, I mean, you know, we, ah, uh, you know, hey, you know, <laughs> I've been waiting a long time. Right, now. right. Like, I'm thirty six. I've been waiting a long time, and yeah. people before me have been waiting. Right. So, I mean, if I carry the, you know, I might I, by the time we get to get the Sean Watson, I might be like thirty nine. <laughs> I might thirty eight. So, 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 so you can wait. You, you can wait. Wait, <laughs> and maybe when I hit, and then maybe when I, when I hit the forties, we'll be making deep runs in the playoffs. That's right, what I'm trying right. to say. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> if, there's,
2: if there's one thing I will take away from this from this conversation, is your optimism as a
1: Jets fan is out the roof. It's out. The, <laughs> it's out the roof. I'm just saying, man. Deshaun Watson is is a real. He's the real deal. You know, as far as yeah. talent wise, and you know, now I mean, if all of these things turn out to be what it is, you know, then. His, then that's gonna be, you know, his career could be over.
2: Yeah, but yeah, and, um, that, and that's the thing, man. You know, I, I I always say that I don't lean one way or the other because got to get the facts out. Got to know what the facts yeah, are. You yeah. know, make sure you go through the right processes and and, mm-hmm. and see this thing through. But you know, yeah. it's 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 tough, man. It This is you know, as it's soon a as a lot he, going on. With yeah, that. you know, as soon as yeah. he reported the camp, there was like ton of, ten other new cases that that came up so it's like it's, that's a lot you know yeah. and
1: and honestly even just for the publicity um teams have to consider obviously like yo man like it's it's just going to come up every press conference right right you know um so that's i mean so that is tough you know i said yeah with the jets you know um but the jets you know we just you know, desperate out here. You know, in the streets. Um, you know, what I mean, for anything. You know, I was rooting for Tebow, bro. I was hoping Tebow <laughs> was gonna be the answer back when we got him, bro. Oh, I was, I was hoping, and we gave him a raw deal.
3: Yeah. You
1: know, but I, I was hoping we were gonna have a little bit of that Tebow magic. You know, what a you mean? Bit. You, oh, what you mean the Jets gave him a raw? He's not a quarterback. It's not a quarterback. No. Who do we have, bro? You had Mark Sanchez that you that that you didn't give anything to. We. Don't, 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 you do that. We <laughs> gave him, we, it was because of our defense of why we made deep runs in the playoff. Our defense see, so, so was not one of now, the
2: defense. Th- now, now I'm going to have to get you. Now I'm going to have not, to get you. We now, had one of the best defenses when, when we were the AFC championship games. That was the first year. Yeah. That was first year. The right. second year. See, this is how people always want to disrespect my man Mark Sanchez. And I got to tell a story now. I got to tell a story now.
1: Fumble himself. And I
2: got to tell a story now. Go I ahead. was a Jets fan. A long time ago, I was a Jets fan, and you know what happened? Why I turned my Jets card in. The drafting of Geno Smith is when I had enough. That's when I had enough because, well, listen to Mark Sanchez's career. He gets drafted by the Jets, and he has a new wide receiver core every year. He had a new coordinator, basically every year. Mm-hmm. That what, the team was not stable enough. For a young quarterback that did not have the necessary snaps in college to have the experience needed in that type of situation. Remember, Mark Sanchez played one year at USC, had a great year at USC and got drafted and was the fifth pick by Mm -hmm. the Jets. They instantly have success. They go to the AFC championship game and lose the next season. They go back to the AFC title game and lose. But let's talk about that second year. Mark Sanchez had seven comeback victories. Do you remember that? Seven comeback victories. So this is what I'm saying. This is a guy that- And our defense had
1: a lot to do with that.
2: No, the defense was good. But what I'm saying is that he led seven comeback drives in that season to get you guys to 11 and five. That's why I'm saying is that Mark Sanchez wasn't a bad quarterback. What happened was the team around him eroded and so did his skill set. Think about as a young player, right? You're the quarterback. You're the guy. You're the high draft pick. They bring in Tim Tebow in the circus to you. How are you going to be able to even have confidence to say, yo, do they really believe in what I do if they're going to bring this guy in? Tim Tebow was getting more press then Mark Sanchez was as a quarterback that had a back-to-back
1: successful. That's what happens two when years. we throw more interceptions than touchdowns. So, but he, but he did nah, though. Man, come on now. But like, he
2: did though. You know, <laughs> and no, bro. And though, I'm telling you. See, we're gonna oh, we gonna have to go back and look at the, the look at the numbers, man. We're gonna have to go back and look <laughs> at the numbers because. I, I'm not gonna stand for this, Mark Sanchez.
1: We're not gonna it. act like Mark Sanchez was the second coming to paid Manning. Like we are not I'm gonna not, do this out here, I, bro. Like, I'm we, not gonna I, say that, <laughs> but what I'm gonna say
2: is that you can you can attest the the weapons eroded year after year for the Jets. Can you at least agree to that? Yes. That's what that's all okay. I'm saying. Okay. So so as a young quarterback, you like everybody thinks that you know there's this notion in the league where if you're talented. If you have a good arm, you're supposed to be able to fix things that the team is not supposed to. You're supposed to save them and get them out of situations that they're, they're not supposed to handle themselves. Bro, you need to surround your quarterback with good weapons. This is why Andrew Luck is not playing NFL football right now because he realized I'm tired of getting beat up. I'm tired of y'all not having an offensive line around me. I'm out. I'm out.
1: Yo. There's never been a season. I'm looking at his stats right now. Right. There's never been a season that he played a full season, first of yep. all. Um, that he didn't have double digit interceptions. I agree with you. His first year, 12 touchdowns, 20 interceptions. 20 interceptions. Right. Second, right. 17 touchdowns. That's not even a lot of touchdowns. 17 touchdowns, 13 in- interceptions.
2: But they were now running, he had
1: a pretty they, decent season. They were a running football team, though. So you, you, got, you got to put that in there. <sighs> Gotta put that in there. <laughs> isn't um, if I'm not mistaken, isn't um, Baltimore a a running? Yes. Oh, okay. And Lamar Jackson don't pass. He no damn sure than, had more than seventeen touchdowns his MVP season.
2: Correct, but he only threw for like twenty eight hundred yards. They don't, throw How many the had?
1: they don't throw the ball. How many touchdowns, interceptions did he have? They don't throw the ball. I, <laughs> I'm trying to say, I mean, he had his best season with the Jets was 2011. Right. And he had 26 touchdowns to 18 interceptions. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. still almost had 20 interceptions. That's all right. Okay. No, that's not okay. Um <laughs> 2012, 13 touchdowns, 18 interceptions. Sir, that, that that's one of the That's one of the They had no players. They had no players.
2: No players. Sanchez,
1: the numbers speak for themselves, sir. Sir, the numbers speak for themselves. Um you know, I wish him the best. Um you know, I wish him the absolute best in life. You know what I'm saying, but we should have started Tim Tim Tebow when uh, when he came on board. Tim Tebow, we should have we should, we should have started him. Why it ain't like we had Peyton, Manning. It ain't like we had Tom Brady. Tim Tebow can't throw the football. You might have throw it better than him. Than, Come on, than Mark you, Sanchez.
2: You, 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 boy, did just throwing shade about man. Mark Sanchez. I I, what I'm saying is, I it doesn't, doesn't hurt
1: to see what Tim Tebow could have done. At that point, it doesn't hurt. Yes, it does. Yes, it, it does, does not do. hurt. Yes, it does. It doesn't hurt because not he, for I, Mark
2: Sanchez. He never proved that he could throw the football. Everybody can throw football. You ever seen You're Tim Tebow throw? He Tim the, Tim Tebow reminded me of like, you know, when, you, when, when your, little, your, your, your little cousin or your, your little child is throwing something and they take mad long to kind of get the ball out of their hands and, and the ball kind of goes left or right, there's no direction. That's Tim Tebow. That's how he threw the football. I didn't want to see that as a Jets fan. I don't want to see it now. I will see I
1: now. About, no, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about being a real Jets fan. <laughs> All you care about is what? Is the Ws. I don't care how you do it. Get me the dub. But you wasn't going to get no Ws. Attention. How do I know that? I, well, we'll never know, obviously, now, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it wasn't like we had this great Hall of Fame quarterback that's throwing 30 touchdowns, right? To where we gotta go? Absolutely not. All like, I'm saying is this. Like, no. saying, what do you all, mean? Come all, on, man.
2: All I'm saying is this: team is that the decision to not play Tim Tebow at, at at quarterback did not bite the Jets in the butt because you know what? Nobody else played Tim Tebow at quarterback either. But no, so, but he went to the
1: Patriots after that. I think right. He went whatever, to the Patriots like, and he got cut. And you're absolutely see, see, but now he this to, he went to the Eagles and got cut. But this is where I feel that's warranted if i go to the patriots right and the quarterback is tom brady i'm getting cut yeah but you can't if re- i go to the jets and right. my quarterback is mark sanchez i need to get it I, I need to be able to to at least compete for the starting job
2: but how can you how, how come you're not even good enough to hold the clipboard they told they basically told him he wasn't even good enough to hold the clipboard we need yeah, you but out. we didn't
1: have but our coaching at that time was very questionable
2: yeah, Shouts to Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan was a good coach.
1: Man. I like Rex Ryan, like when he first came, but I think
2: after a while it was just. Yeah, but, but, but that's what that, much. but you make my point is what I'm saying is that the, the, everything about the Jets regime just eroded as the years went on first two years, they were on a high and then everything, yeah, including Rex the Ryan quarterback, talking too much. Rex Ryan, you know, hit that, talking that, 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 that talking kind of that bravado was, it was enough. You know what I mean? So. Everything went. The defense went. The offense went. The offensive line went. Mark Sanchez had the butt fumble. Everything just went bad. Everything that was the went beginning bad.
1: Of the end. Yeah, that's bad. why. And that's why, for me, I would have loved to just see what Tim Tebow could have done. Tim Tebow would have. all I'm saying. Tim. Tebow, Give him a
2: shot. Tim Tebow would have would have brought his 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 beliefs, and he would have been in the dumpster just like the Jets. He'd have been. In the dumpster just we'll like, never know we'll I know. never know sir i know okay no we'll never know <laughs> what is we'll never know i know all right i know tim tebow i know who he is he's just like paul george i know him i know him i know him did you just hey. say that yeah yeah yeah. he's just like paul george oh, yeah, 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 paul george I, yeah. I don't call paul george paul george i call him waldo george for a reason there's a reason why he has that name the reason why he has that sir name. okay
1: that's not an equivalent though bro <laughs> As much as, I mean, I, that's, I respect that's, Tim Tebow. That's a wild shot. And Paul I'll, George and Tim Tebow is very much different, bro.
2: I'm saying, no, I'm not comparing the two. I'm saying that I know them to be what they are. That's okay. what I'm, that's, that, that's the comparison okay. that I'm making. I, I will never call Paul George Tim Tebow. Even Paul George has more skill than Tim Tebow. Yes, so, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll agree with that. that. Yes, that yes, that's yes. why I got to clear up. I'm just saying that I know both of them. I know exactly what they give me. Can't nobody
1: fool me and tell me otherwise. That's all. So I mean, um, you know we could have. I, I look. I mean, look, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He gave us. Yo, you know what's funny about the Fitzpatrick yo, was good. It yo, was he good. really balled out for us. I didn't even gonna lie to you. You know, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I know at the end, like that in, in that season, man, like, yo, we almost made, oh, we almost made it to the play. I was so disgusted. Like, well, you know,
2: you know, well, you know what it is with 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 Ryan so Fitzpatrick. Out. Here's yep. the thing. Ryan Fitzpatrick is like when you get married and there's, you know, there's that honeymoon phase, Yeah, everything yeah. is good. But once the honeymoon phase wears off and you realize that this person is an absolute monster and then <laughs> you want to like get out of it, that, that's, that, that is, that is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like he's good for a year. Anything over that you're asking for trouble. That's, that's the whole thing. He can give you greatness in a year, but if you try to sign him for three, you're you're in, you're in some world of trouble. You're in a lot of trouble. Facts. A lot of trouble. So, I guess we're going to segue now into the NBA, lot to lot to discuss in the NBA T. Um, you know, we had the you had the NBA draft. Um What are your thoughts on the the top 3 picks because a lot of people are saying that this is one of the deepest drafts we've ever had. Probably the deepest draft since 03. Um mm-hmm. the top top 3 or 4 guys they are, they're saying that they're high caliber, all star, possibly Hall of Fame talent. Like out of out of the top five guys, who do you like the most? You know, they have Cade Cunningham, you have Jalen Green, you have Evan Mobley, you have um, uh, Jalen Suggs, right? Jay- mm-hmm. No, Scotty Barnes went four, fourth, and Jalen Suggs went, Jalen Suggs went five. Yeah. So out of those guys, you know, who do you like the most, and who do you think is is the best
1: of the bunch? Well, two different answers. I think Kate Cunningham probably is the best out of the bunch. But he's going to the Pistons.
2: (laughs) Come on, man. What you mean?
1: Pistons have a great history. What what do you you mean, man? What do you mean? I'll I'll, I'll, I'll be bringing back – do uh, a and Tom and the bad boys pissing suiting up again? Like, what are we talking about? Like, Dennis, like, Dennis Robin coming man. out of retirement. What are we doing, man? If they're not coming back, man, I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah, the Pistons that's rough. It's their rough. organization, yeah. so even if he puts up numbers, I mean, I don't see him changing that organization. Is, is well, not I'm right saying. away, not right away,
2: yeah. yeah. I don't think at all.
1: Um, he could put up numbers, he, you know, he, he could be the rookie, you know, rookie of the year, yeah. But to change life there, like
2: so you, so you don't think so. With that being said, if you're gonna make a statement like that, T, you're basically saying that this kid is not transcendent. Like you can be good, but there's a difference between being good and transcendent. So he's not so he's not at tra- that right. level to you. Right. So
1: when we say transcendent, we think about Braun. Bro- you Jordan, know, when yeah. yeah, Jordan, like when like when you know Braun went to the Cavs and they were like my suitor, right? Right? Like trash, Ch- he changed the culture. He yeah. changed the culture. Playoffs, right? You know, championship runs, right? right? Like, you know, it, at least he got him to the championship, even, even though he lost, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 06. So he got him there. So 06. that's that's yeah. that's transcendent, you know, yeah. to where you go from being ten I'm and you know ten and seventy two, and yeah. then you go to being like fifty and you know and, and twenty two or whatever, right? right so right, like right. whatever. So um, I think that's that's transcendent. I think Kate Cunningham can come in and make an impact. Right, but not be, but he's not transcendent. Yeah, I, I, I'm I don't think you. anybody in this draft is transcendent. I think well, we have I, a lot of good players. Here's why I, I, I disagree with that. I, so I have Who I in have this draft two. do you think is transcendent? Two I have two. two. Transcendent. I okay. have two.
2: Well, well, have the potential to be the first one. I'm gonna tell you, Jalen Green, that kid. Is a is going to he has Hall of Fame talent Terrence that guy is a he's gonna roll out of bed and score twenty points that he has the ability in his first season with the Houston Rockets to literally average twenty four points a game. I
1: ain't saying much. They don't got nobody.
2: Well, what I'm saying is that is that and that's the point. His talent (laughs) alone, he's going to be his offensive ability is one of the. He has the best offensive ability at this age that I've seen possibly since Carmelo Anthony, possibly since you know Kobe Bryant coming out. We know that Kobe Bryant was a great scorer, but he didn't get the opportunity to play early on. This kid is going to be able to play early and really show you that he is that good. He I'm mm-hmm. telling you, man, this kid is like worlds of talent defensively he has the ability to be good not great but on the offensive side of it special i'm talking about what a capital Mm -hmm. s special the other guy that has the abilities i call him the swiss army knife is evan mobley that kid has all the tools to be the next great big man in this league because he can score Mm -hmm. he can pass he can Mm -hmm. dribble he can block shots. He can rebound. He can shoot the outside jump shot. He is the modern day big man in this newer day and age of the NBA. So those so, kids, you know, those kids have the potential. But you know, I can I can understand how you can see it the other way. You know what I'm saying? But I just off my scouting and and you know what I've seen in the NBA in regards to young players coming in, Jalen Green is one of the best ones I've seen. Period.
1: No, he is. But when I look at, so let let's look at um. This dude from the Pelicans, um, Zion, Zion, right? So, yeah. Zion is you know, transcendent. You know, I, I don't agree with the average. No, what agree. I'm saying is, like, when he came in, yeah, you know, he was the guy, yeah, right, and he still averages, you know, his yeah. 124 and right, whatever, right? Like, he's still a great player, right? But he got drafted to the Pelicans, right? I don't hear nothing about him. Right, it, but, right? But well, I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah. And he has a better team, he has a better team on paper than all of these guys, all of these right. rookies right now. He right. has he has a better team. No, and I'm agree. saying like the market, it's like the market is gonna dictate kind of your like your transcendent level, right? So unless you're taking these teams, the Rockets, the Cavs, the Pistons, unless you go in day one. And make this and make these teams playoff contenders you're gonna be an afterthought no, If yeah. Zion had these people if Zion had the pelicans in the playoffs on in the western conference first round second round like oh boy in Dallas yeah Luca, then we're talking about transcending. Well, that's mean, the thing. we th- talking about transcended. That's but, th- but if not, you're going to be after though. You're going to just be cool scoring 25 and you're and going to sniff seed
2: number 10. Well, that, that's the thing though, is that, you know, I've n- I never looked at Zion as transcendent. I think <clears throat> he's a great talent. I think he's, you know, he's going to put up a lot of numbers, like you say. But there's a difference between being generational and transcendent and just being very good. He's very good. Like he's always going to be very good. Ja Morant is transcendent. That kid is going to change life in Memphis. He's already started. He two years, the two years that he's played, he's had this team either in the playoffs or on the brink of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. This and, and what they're doing in regards to building that team around him, Jaron Jackson, all the other guys there, they're starting to build something special there. Mm-hmm. If you see the opposite in New Orleans, they don't have a plan. They don't have a direction. It's just Zion. It's are we going to get Lonzo Ball back? We had Brandon Ingram. They don't have a direction. That other team over there, they say we know who our we know who our point guard is. We have the guy. This is the transcendent guy that's going to lead us into the next generation of having the Memphis Grizzlies be relevant in basketball. Right. That's and the that, difference, and that's right. what I'm saying. And this, With so so that's why I'm saying like. I Jalen green has that potential. Although the rockets are a dumpster fire and they have not been good over this last year because James Harden left, they were, they're a good organization. They've always been a very good organization. This is, they're going to have a little bump in the road. I'm telling you, this kid is going to be the start of a special time in Houston because he is must see TV. I'm gonna tell you, man. We're gonna we're gonna look back at this conversation that we're having six months from now. You're gonna hit me like you'll okay. be uh, that that boy, that boy Jalen Green. <laughs> no,
1: I'm no, I'm sure he's no, I know he's good. Yeah, I know he's gonna get buckets and, and right. pair him with John Wall. I mean, hopefully it's gonna be must see TV, right? And Also, but, also also Christian Wood. Yeah. So hopefully it's gonna be must see TV, but they ain't the Western Conference, baby. Well, yeah, they're not gonna make any noise right now.
2: You know what I'm saying? No, but gonna...
1: if he's that guy, because when LeBron stepped on the court the first the first day, that's but, transcendent. However, like, the first ho- day.
2: However, you gotta remember Cleveland didn't
1: make the playoffs the first two years that he was there. I know, right? But when I no, but he changed life in the sense of their record was completely different. Yeah, and I believe
2: before he came, and, and I, I, I believe that Jalen Green will do that. Like what 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 was the Houston Rockets record this year? Let's let's look at that. Let's look at that right now and see what that record was. And I can honestly, I can definitely tell you that that record would be is going to be better than what they had this year. Let's see Houston NBA standings. Let's see exactly what that what, what that record was. So Houston, they they had an awful year. The Rockets yeah. were. Oh, hold on. Obviously, we got to look at the the right year. I'm looking at the wrong year. Uh, let's see. Okay, NBA standings. Houston was, okay, so they had literally the worst record in the NBA this year, right? Mm -hmm. They were 17, (laughs) 17 and 55. So how many wins are they going to need for you to say, you know what, that boy Jalen Green, he got them in the right direction. Is it going to be, is it 25? Is it 30? Is it 32? What is your number? I think it, it has to be at least double, double. So 34, Mm -hmm. 34, 34. So if they go 34 and 48, that is a, that, that, listen, that's a double digit improvement. That's really, really good. In the Western
1: conference, that means you're rolling in the right direction.
2: Right. Okay. Okay. So that's fair. So we're going to, we're going to look back at this another six months from now. We're going to, we're going to come back and see what's going on, but I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, I can guarantee
1: it. As far as Evan, right. Yeah. Um, Is
2: he going to change life in Cleveland? I don't think, I don't think right away. No, I don't think. I, but that's the thing. He I not, don't think. He like like I said, I, I, I. That, but I, that's what I said. I think that he has the tools to be. I don't. I'm. I'm not. I'm not as sure as Evan Mobley to be transcendent as I am about Jalen Green. I mm-hmm. think he has the tools, but it's going to take a little bit more time for him because big men, their learning curve in the NBA is is a little is a lot. A lot longer. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like it takes them a little while to kind of understand the speed of the game, how to move their feet, how to block shots without fouling, stuff which like is, that. So. Which is bad
1: for him because yeah. when you're on a team like Cleveland, you, you, that's where you kind of end up dying. Like, well, you know, it, like I, I it, 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 it's not like you were Denver, like, like Denver, and, you know, like my man had time to grow a little bit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And now he's an MVP of the league, right? Like oh, yeah, Jokic. Yeah, like he never like. That was like a progression, and and you got to see it right, and the team went with them. Cleveland is like a dump. No, 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 no disrespect. <laughs> Cleveland is it's like a dump out there, bro. Like, oh man, <laughs> that's where you go and just live out the rest of your days, man. But and,
2: but, but here's the thing, though. Know. Here's the thing, though. It can go the other way at times too. Because think about it. You can go to a bad situation. You can play a lot. You can gain the experience that you need to be able to mm-hmm. say, okay, I'm learning my mistakes on the on the fly. That's a good thing. The organization is allowing mm-hmm. me to make these mistakes and still give me the minutes that I need to be able to progress in the right direction. For we sure. saw, you know, Peyton Manning, when he got drafted to the Colts, the Colts were an awful organization. They were bad, and so was Peyton Manning. He threw 28 interceptions in the rookie season. Yeah. But they gave him the opportunity to keep playing. You understand right. what I'm saying? Like, work through your issues, work through your problems, and we believe in the talent. The talent is good enough that you're going to be able to turn this around. So mm-hmm. I think in the same situation, Evan Mobley has the talent, and mm-hmm. he's going to have a situation where Cleveland is bad, they're going to give him a lot of opportunity to fail and also succeed at the, at the big level. So that's why I'm There's saying a lot that, of
1: opportunity to fail. Yeah, a,
2: a lot of opportunity to fail, but also a lot of opportunity to learn how this game is, you know, how to play this game, how to be able to, to manage the game speed and mm-hmm. really be able to, to improve come year two. Because another thing that a lot of people don't realize about young players, right? Mm-hmm. And this is something I don't know if you know, so I'm, I'm going to give you a little insight Yeah, when you're starting to look at certain guys. Don't look at the rookie season, right? Mm-hmm. Never look at the rookie season. Kind of throw that away. It's all you will always know who's going to be good and who's going to be consistently good in the NBA when that year one to year two jump is significant. If that year two jump is significant, you know that that kid is going to be very good. If the year two jump is not as, there's not a huge jump, there's some questions there. And Hmm. so, you know, if you think about it, guys like Brandon Ingram, they were trashing him his first season. Oh, he's terrible. He can't shoot. He's too skinny. Average what? Seven and a half points his rookie season. He then made the jump to 16. He then went up to 18. Then he went up to 20 something. Then he's most improved player like yeah th- that's, the, that's the type of of of, of jump you want to see from your young guy. Jordan Clarkson too was killing this year too yeah, by the way exactly all right. it's, it's all it's all about progression so you know if you don't see a guy just like I'll put a name out there that I've dogged since he's gotten here Kyle Kuzma yeah I'm a big time Laker fan Kyle Kuzma came in here averaging 18 and a half points great but the year two there was no significant jump. He didn't go from 18 to 24. He went from 18 to 17 and a half or something like that. It was maybe it was around the same numbers. There was no jump in his game. It was the same game. That shows you that the, the career arc, the peak, he's already there. He's already gotten there. Like there's no more getting better for him. Like this is what he is. This is what he's shown you. This is where he's going to be in his career. Now, granted, if you're a 17, 18-point scorer in the NBA, that, that's a decent career, but it ain't going to be no better than that. It won't be any better than that. You can't expect him to surpass what he did over his first two seasons of the NBA. That's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. There's many other examples that I can use, but those are the most current ones that you can be able to see. So if, can I ask you? Yeah, go ahead.
1: There's one guy I want to ask you about. Yes, sir. Because I like him. I really like him. Who's that? And he plays. <sighs> He's a ball brother.
2: Okay, is it Lonzo L- or is it LaMelo?
1: LaMelo. LaMelo. Okay. Okay. Um, I like this kid. He's talented. Like, like, you know, when I look at, you know, his intangibles, and I, I know he just getting started and he got injured or whatever the case was, but the fact that he won rookie of the year still, after being injured, yeah, and coming back, and the other dude didn't win. I forgot his name already. Anthony um, Edwards. Anthony Edwards. He had that great dunk. You know, it's good. It's good. It's great. But my man, there was something about Lamelo, man, that I think if he gets better and better, like at six seven, this kid's a problem.
2: Nah, I'm with you. I I think that I remember, you know, when the whole Lonzo Ball, Lavar Ball hype train began uh you know lavar was so honest with the, with the public he's always been honest that he, he, that, said, yeah. he said listen he said lazo's good jello is 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 tough like me he said but my youngest he's gonna be better than both of yeah. them yeah you know what i mean and you see that the kid Already. the kid is six seven he may be able to he's not done growing yet he may end up being six nine six ten who knows but the, the the intangibles are there. The, the vision, he has he has better vision than Lonzo does. He's a scorer. You know, the jump shot, he needs to change the form a little bit, tweak it a little bit, but he can hit the shot now. I think I think he's very good, man. I, but like I said, I am waiting because to see this year. I need to see the year two jump. If there's not a significant year two jump in regards to certain things about his game, I will question what his peak is if he's hit his peak already so but the thing is culture is already starting to change in charlotte that's when you know when you have something special Mm -hmm. that kid can possibly be a transcendent player because Mm -hmm. if you're gonna change life in charlotte yeah with, with michael jordan that's been a awful 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 evaluator of talent over the last 15 years or so he's the GOAT He's the goal. But he's an awful GM. Right. But just because you the golden in basketball doesn't mean
1: that you can be able to he's pick talent. Awful owner.
2: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that's the thing that, that if he can be able to change life in Charlotte, man, man, because they had a great draft as well. They drafted two good kids that are gonna add to that talent pool that they have over there. They got man. a young one too. Yeah, man. I hey, I'm I'm interested, man. I'm, I'm that really, dude can
1: they got that dude that can jump out the sky too. Yeah, My God.
2: Yeah, I think what they got Kaminga, they got Jonathan Kaminga, I, I believe, and they have um, I think it's Book Night. I think I, I think that's what he drafted.
1: So speaking of peak, has because I don't think he has yet. Yeah, has Luca hit his peak yet? No, and that's oh, and that's the scariest part of this. Whole.
2: But but here but here's where I'm gonna throw a caution flag for a lot of people. Luca right now starting to starting to realize the impact that he has, right? Where he's gonna sign this supermax this summer. Got he, to it. he's already <laughs> bumped, he's already bumped heads with his former head coach to the pack, the fact that Rick Carlisle had to leave. Rick Carlisle left because of that situation. He didn't say that he wanted to retire, he said, I'm out of here. He went to he went back to Indiana. That's going to be the the, the trying situation for Dallas. Can Mm -hmm. they, uh, is it it wise to appease to this kid now? Like he's he's, he's playing at a high level, but there's a lot of things that he needs to improve on in regards to his leadership. He needs to be a great leader. Like, you know, LeBron, LeBron, although he was young, his game was always a game that, I think he improved guys. He made guys better. <laughs> Luca, Luca on the other hand, if you if you you know if you're looking at the triple doubles, the numbers are great. But does he really actually make his teammates better? I don't I, I question that.
1: Well, I, I mean does that. he have the right teammates around him that's what?
2: that's the other question. Well, that's what I'm saying well but that's the difference though that's what I mean. If you are a transcendent special player, you can have Joe Schmo and make them look better than what they are is what I'm saying is like, well, Tim
1: Hardaway, well, well, Tim Hardaway Jr. is is looking Tim, real good.
2: Well, Tim Hardaway's always been pretty decent. He's always, bro. He's, he's been okay. He's always he's been, been okay. He's always no, he's been pretty decent. But he's looking but, good now. It's my fine But think about, but look at the other players around that, that team. Look at, look at the other players around that team. They, they have not leveled up is what I'm saying. So I'm, I like him. I think he's great, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still but skeptical he, about, his if his game translates into them winning and being transcendent mm-hmm. enough to get to the next level is what I'm saying. As think, an organization, I think I, like he, him.
1: I, I think he is transcendent, But I think there's one guy who can't talk in that organization. And, and that's KP. Oh, like, he's uh, listen. He's, I don't, he's like, oh, like he doesn't fit in, bro. I don't think he
2: fits anywhere, though. That's the problem. Is that, you know, he's you, complaining you,
1: about Luca, but I'm like, yo, if I was Luca, man, yo, man, you, are you serious? Well, I think, <laughs> I, I think KP,
2: KP would have been <laughs> traded had his contract been a little bit more reasonable. Right, he, it, They would have shipped him out already. But the fact that he's making that much money, they're like, listen, we, we know that nobody's going to eat this contract. So we we, we just got to, we got to have to take a loss on this one. But, you know, they need to find themselves another guy. If they can be able to find themselves another guy, like say, say, a DeMar DeRozan, so,
1: I was just about to say, that. wants DeMar to go DeRozan. there.
2: You know, he can't shoot. Luca can't shoot the outside shot either, but I think with their playmaking ability together, they can be able to make that team good. The championship contender, no, but better than what they were. If they can find a way to get a superstar guy to come in there, and that's very hard because nobody wants to go to Dallas. Um, then I mean, to play to play with him, he might. I yeah. don't, I don't know, man. As as great as as LeBron was in Cleveland, nobody went to Cleveland. Nobody went to Cleveland. you are, the you, first time. Yeah. Well, well, that's what we're talking about. This, yeah, this, true. It's Luca's first go around, right? Yeah, he hasn't, true, true. He true, hasn't true, got true, to yeah. year seven, so that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's like, like it, I don't know if it's ever going to be as good as what they have now they made back-to-back playoffs they took the clippers in back-to-back years to the brink is it going to get better than this i i don't know i don't know i would have to see like i said how he how he matures as a leader how his game matures because in my personal opinion he shoots way too many threes for a guy that can be able to get to the basket as easy as he can he shoots way too many step back threes he needs to just go to the basket, get to the line, and dominate the game that way. I, I nobody don't
1: stop, nobody nobody's gonna stop that three. Yeah, but he can't hit it. I mean, he has to work on it. You yeah. know what I mean? But he, I mean
2: he, he shot like 34, 33% from three this year. <laughs> but the
1: wild thing is, but the game on the line in the fourth quarter is when it counts. He I hit I
2: it. I understand that. He hits that. I understand You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, 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 what, but what we also saw in a game seven with the with the uh, the the Dallas Mavericks and the Clippers,
1: the Clippers, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, there's certain times, there's certain times where he 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 doesn't trust his teammates enough to give them a chance to, you know, succeed, unless it's Tim Hardaway you
1: know I mean? Junior. He, he he don't got the
2: blood. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, so, man. Like, so it, the team, know.
1: so so Mark Cuban has to go out and get people.
2: Well, well, they they always do try. Like I said, it's hard to get talent into Dallas. it's, it's really you have to draft it. You gotta draft it, but like mm-hmm. I said, I I, I like Luca. It's it, I like his game, but maybe he's just going to be one of those guys that stuffs the stat sheet and never gets close to winning a title. Ooh. You know, it, he may just be one of those guys. Like you know,
3: Russ,
2: yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. I, it, it, I, and that's a perfect segue. I am a Laker fan, Terrence. Okay, big time Laker fan. I've been a Laker fan since I was since I was in diapers because of my mother. Shout out to my mom. You know, she she. Instill the laker brand on me she was a big time laker fan because she hated the celtics because all the celtics were white and the lakers mm-hmm.
3: were black. <laughs> you know
2: what i mean and that that was a lot of people back in the day right so um, a being a laker fan and seeing the progression and the championship last season and you know i even took the i have a video right now on youtube that's that's like a maybe a week old that i said i don't want russell westbrook any part near my team because he's a great player hall of fame talent no doubt right triple doubles and and, you know average a triple double four out of the last five seasons absolutely the talent is off the charts the problem with Russell Westbrook is that his basketball IQ and when I talk about basketball IQ it's not your intelligence as a person it's about your your awareness on the basketball court what decisions you make, what you don't make in clutch situations. Russell Westbrook, throughout his career, has made bad decisions when you don't need him to. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with him. And at 32, 33 years old, coming into the the coming, you know, getting traded to the Lakers now, he can't shoot, he can't space the floor, he plays one way. I don't see this being a great fit. For my team,
1: Terrence. I just don't. I, You know, the one person that he never had to play with is LeBron. Yeah, but he played with everybody else. Not everybody. I mean. He's played with everybody else. No, you're right. But not everybody's LeBron. I I agree with that. And what I mean by that is IQ. Yes. I feel like it's different when you play with somebody that you respect. Because Russ don't, like, Russ don't care about. KD like he don't care about Harden because he's like yo y'all the same age as me like right, yo right. like I bust all y'all like that's him right yeah. but when you got a guy who is older than him that is still playing at as crazy as that sounds at you know almost the top of his game still right somebody that he respects I think he will listen to LeBron right I think LeBron will teach him a lot of things about IQ about controlling the game
2: but he can't teach him how to shoot
1: see he- facts because <laughs> because LeBron is is if he was shooting too now nah, right. bron has he got Braun better has, yeah no, he's he a better, better shooter but right. he's not
3: like
2: you know he, he's not he stead, a spot up can, shooter like he, that either you know what he, i mean yeah he can hit the he can i think he shoots the three at like 35 36% but that that's the either. thing russ is a
1: career
2: 30% three point right
1: eater. but can that's you imagine bad. can you imagine just i and, and look i'm not even a Laker fan but i'm thinking about can i imagine I'm on a fast break. I got AD, Russ. I got Russ, Braun, and Braun coming down the court. As a defender, I am walking the other way. <laughs> Hey, that's two points. All right, it's not going to be three on me. Right, that ain't right. dunking on me. Now nah, nah, listen, not no I, and one. I I agree with I'm you. I'm going there, back. T. I'm going this way. I agree with you there, T. Like it's tough
2: on the fast break. The Lakers are going to be the most exciting team. In They're the going to run in the half court. It's going to be a disaster because the yes. thing is, unless and this unless is they I'm get saying. shooters, right. This is what I was just about to say. I am skeptical about the move, but I'm a Laker fan, so I'm gonna be optimistic. Mm-hmm. I need to see the rest of the moves if they bring in right. shooters, they bring in three and D guys that can be able to play defense and also stress the yes. ball, then it can possibly work. But if they can't, I thought I was gonna get Buddy Heald, so like uh, I, was, I was like, Ooh. Well, well, it, well, it was either Buddy Heald or Russ or, so or they, Russ, they, right? They, they decided to go get Russ, so you know, it, it's it's you know, I, I I'm slowly warming up to it. I'm not I'm not gonna kill it all the way. You know, I was mad, but mm-hmm. uh, now, it's I'm, tough. Like, like, now I'm like, because that
1: fast break shit gonna be crazy, bro. Like, yeah. because whether Russ got the ball in his hand or Bron got the ball in his hand right. coming, yo, even let's just say if it's just LeBron and Russ coming at you full on a fast break, right? What are you gonna do?
2: Yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm I'm with the you. What are you gonna do? I'm with Nothing. you. I'm with you. The, the, the fast break is going to be impressive. I, I I am with you. And it, the the, uh, the other part of this that's going to be good as well is the two-man game between Russ and AD. I'm curious to see that. That
1: is going to be amazing because yeah. Russ going to pass the ball.
2: Yeah, I'm curious to see that. But but like I said, man, I need Russ's decision-making to improve. So Yo, Russ going to have his 25
1: assists this year, bro. Ho-
2: hopefully LeBron can be able to really, you know, and, and uh, the report came out and said that, Two weeks ago, all three met. of them met to kind of put their egos aside and say, listen, what do we need to you know make you comfortable? What do we need to, to make this work and win? And, and Braun knows how to do that because yeah. he's already done it. And Braun right? Braun said that he he's willing to play more at the power forward this season. A D said he's willing to play more center. So
1: they who are, the hell's gonna be at the two and
2: the three? Well, that's the that's that's the issue. We gotta see who, who we can be able to get. But you know, if they can be able to make it work, who am I to say that it won't work? You know, yeah. I, I I killed I killed Brooklyn all season. I'll be a hypocrite if I don't if I'm not critical of my own team. I can't right. I can't say, Oh, yeah, this is gonna I I gotta keep the same energy. This is why I'm very skeptical because when you have a front-loaded big three like this, the rest of your roster normally suffers. That's what happened to Brooklyn last season. The Lakers are
1: going LeBron to Bron know happen. how to do, but Bron know how to make a team out of that though. Cause I he's been it. doing that for years.
2: Yeah, but you're Cleveland. Like, you with, talk with about LeBron, like, LeBron ain't no GM. It's Rob Pelinka that got to put this together.
1: All right. He, he, <laughs> uh, uh, you already know. Bron's a good GM.
2: <laughs> I you am already not know no what call it is. Bro, no bro. GM. Bron is.
1: Bron Bron's been a GM for
2: for eighteen years. You know what co- I'm saying? Like, he, what, you, what you he mean? he collabs he collabs with the general manager and they make yeah. things work. Okay.
1: Uh, nah, Ron. Nah, Bron became a GM after his first stint in Cleveland. Well, he knew what he, he wanted.
2: His GM tenure started. He knew what he wanted. You know, it's just like <laughs> it's just like Brady and Tampa. Brady was like, listen, hey, you, you you know that guy Gronkowski that's been retired. Well, he told me that he wants to play, so go get him. Hey, you know yeah. that guy AB that's been in trouble? Well, th- I-, I got him. Don't worry about it. he'll stay with too. me. He'll stay yeah. with me. He'll be fine. Like so, you know when yeah. when you have that type of cachet, you can be able to kind of you know make things. That's happen. That's what I'm saying, man. You know like me? so, I, yeah.
1: I think we'll, we'll um, see. They gotta see who they're gonna get as far as shooters filling um, out
2: the roster. I'm hearing, you know, I'm hearing Mellow. I'm hearing. Um, oof. I'm hearing Melo still
1: play too. So,
2: yeah, I'm hearing that, you know, it's possible that DeRozan may take the vet men to come. I'm I'm hearing a lot of That's stuff. That's crazy. Man.
1: If that happens, bro.
2: I'm hearing a lot of stuff. So, if but he
1: takes the vet men to come, but even ooh. still,
2: even still, I like DeRozan, but he can't shoot.
1: He can't shoot. Another
2: guy that can't yeah, shoot. Yeah. Can't, I, I can't, I, 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 if Russ is going to be the one guy that can't make it three, I can't have two or three of these guys on the team either. I need about, guys. That can I mean, Melo can shoot. shoot. Melo can shoot. Yeah, Melo can shoot. So they, I, need, need Mellow. I need guys like Doug McDermott. I need Reggie Bullock. I need guys that could just be able to just shoot the three and do that. You know, I, I, that's why I'm going to miss KCP. Shouts to KCP. He's been here, won us a championship, but, you know, he had to go. But the one guy I don't miss, the one it's guy Kyle that Kool. I don't Kyle. miss
1: <laughs> Kyle is, Kuzma. is
2: Kyle. I miss Brandon Ingram Kuzma. I am so happy oh. that he's gone.
1: So why he's gone. didn't the Lakers make a push? Yo, because this would have been the perfect match for the Lakers. What Dame time?
2: Well, we don't know if Dame wants to leave. That's the thing. Like for Dame, oh, everybody's saying that Dame is thinking about leaving. But until he comes out and publicly says, I want out, you can't do anything because Portland's not, not going to answer the phone. They're not going to answer the phone. So he, he would literally have to do what James Harden did. You know, yeah. I'm not. I'm not coming back. If you trade me here, I'm not going. Uh, I want to go here. That's what James Harden said. I want to go to Brooklyn. That's it.
1: You know what I mean? So because now, now with Russ going to the Lakers, Russ going to be on Dame's ass now. Like you well, know that, right? And I, you know how they, you know them too. Listen, I don't and, know, man. Because and listen, you know listen, them too. If you know,
2: one, them too. you know what I mean, they don't if, like each other like if, that. If there's one person that Dame owns, it's Russell Westbrook. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna hold you, Dame owns Westbrook just like how Steph owns Dame it, it's I, I don't if they buck in the playoffs I think Dame may average 50 on us like that's just that but the fact that and we lose got, yeah right exactly the fact so that don't got, matter yeah we got Braun and AD to offset that but you know yeah. it's just you know Russ, Russ, and Dame, Dame got his number. That's that's all it is. Two good players, but but give me Dame. Give me give me Dame over Russ. Cause Dame would have been I a agree. seamless cause
1: he got because he could shoot. Yeah, and that's what I was saying.
2: But you know, it it is what it is, man. I, I have to be I gotta be a Laker fan. I gotta put my Laker flag on. I gotta support. You know what I'm saying? Like who, who's your team? Don't tell me the Knicks, because I'll kick you off the show. Don't don't it's tell me the late. Knicks too late. I've only come. been here
1: like two hours. Come, um come on, so uh um, no, but it's not the Knicks. Um, oh, it's not the Knicks. Okay, it's a team that's just as bad. But it's 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 the Bulls. Yo, you know what? You know what? What? I, I am sick of
2: you people with this Chicago Bulls love. It, Why? Because J- Jordan's not
1: coming back. So okay, so but here's the thing: I'm not like you. I'm not a turncoat. I'm not going to just leave because <laughs> you left the Jets to go to Dallas. Like, but but listen, you're like, I would. You're, a, you're hold on. You're a Laker fan through and through, right? Yes. The good to bad, right? Yeah, it's the same thing. I grew up, my dad instilled in me the bulls. Why? That was what I grew up on. Why? It was the Michael Jordan era. That's what I grew up on. You haven't experienced the Michael Jordan era shirts. You listen, (laughs) we were I was I
2: was 13 years old when the Jordan era ended, right? 13 when it ended, right? You you were pretty much around the same age. So you've experienced more life being bad than actually being good, right? I wouldn't blame you if you say, you know what, I just want to get rid of this fandom. And you just... know what, it, yeah. But here's, yeah. but here's the
1: thing. I've been a Bulls fan through the Jordan era, right? I mean, I, I mean that was that was life for me, right? <laughs> and so you could imagine I had a whole thing for the Last Dance. I mean, oh, it yeah. was just I had oh, a whole yeah. thing for myself for the Last. Oh dance, yeah, oh, right? yeah. I'm, it, I'm sure that was paradise for you. I talk about. I sat there. I said, I put my phone on do not disturb. <laughs> Yo, like, don't bother me. Like, right. I got to watch this. So, and then I, and then, you know, then we sucked, right? right. And then we hit the Devin Rose era, who's my, who's still one of my, who is my favorite player still. I mean, if he had unfortunate, you know, in- injuries. Yep. But when the Devin Rose era hit, I was reborn. Like, <laughs> I was like, but yeah. you want to hear the crazy thing about my story about basketball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my favorites, my favorite team was the Bulls. Okay, my favorite player, Michael Jordan. What's was my second favorite player?
2: Michael Jordan was your second
1: favorite. So, who was your favorite He's the GOAT. player? He's the GOAT, right. I knew that, but when he faced this guy, I had to go with that guy. My favorite player of all time, you're gonna kill me. I, I probably won't, but let me hear it. Is Reggie. Mook.
2: Oh, you know, you know, Nick fans are gonna they, they 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 not gonna like you for that one. I grew up
1: with two of the I grew up being my two favorite players, all being Nickels. Yes. And, yes. And I well, and for me, Reggie Miller, for me, was like, a, he was a skinny kid, like I was a skinny kid. I didn't have a lot of athleticism, but I was right. a shooter. Right. So that's what I when I saw him play, I was like, and that's me. He talked.
2: Yeah, that's I me. Said,
1: ah, that's me. Like, <laughs> I don't, I can't even dunk. I could barely touch the yeah. backboard, but you got yeah. to catch this bucket, right? Like thirty feet. Right. That was me. So love the clutchness like his game to me i was like yo like he runs i ran a lot so i was like a good catch and shoot so like that was just my guy i, I like, respect it, that i like that which made me like a reggie miller fan which in turn kind of made me an indiana fan and then <laughs> when they faced off i was like i don't know what to do with the Bulls the paces but <laughs> i love but i said reggie miller so when Re- reggie miller pushed jordan i was like oh and then he hit the shot so I was in my house going, you know, I was in my house going crazy. I like, you don't understand. So it's tough, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, that was my favorite player of all time, right? And um, you know, he actually, I remember I put a post up about him like a while ago, like four or five years ago. He actually responded to the joint, and I was like, yo, that's crazy. That's dope. That's yeah, dope. you know what I'm saying. So that was my favorite player, you know what I'm saying? But but yeah, but totally. I, I as a team. My favorite team has always been the Bulls. I haven't I haven't switched teams. I respect um, it. I respect it. Like I went through the Rose hour. I was super excited. I mean, because Rose was something was something special to me. Like yeah. yo. And it was sad to see what happened. Like Listen, with the injuries. Besides, <laughs> like, besides and, Russ. And
2: still, besides Russ, I think Derek Rose was the most athletic point guard I've ever seen.
1: I think he is the most athletic. Like he like in his prime versus Russ's prime. Yeah. I give it to Rose all day. Really? He was yamming on. I mean, when you go back and look at the highlights. Oh, no, he was, yeah. yeah. Rose was like, hot, like Tomahawk, like yeah. yamming it on people. Like the way that he would contort his body in certain right. ways. Like, I, I've never seen that before. Yeah. Right? I, I never seen somebody dribble as violent as Derrick Rose ever. It was crazy. So, yeah. you know. And I liked his leadership abilities. His basketball IQ was still really good. It's just the fact of, like, he didn't – I felt like he didn't learn how to come down or, like, the way he jumped. And then, like, you know, but, like, he would trust his teammates. He would pass. Like, his teammates loved him. Like, that Bulls team that made runs, they made runs for a reason. They gave Ron a run for a reason. Yeah, he had had, had that team rolling. When he was in Miami, yep, yep. Yeah, like, and he made Joaquin Noah look like you know what I mean? And Joakim, I mean, no disrespect, you know what I mean, but like he not, he not, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, but like, yeah, you had Joakim out here looking like Hakeem, like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, what? So like, you know, so so when that era was with the Bulls, man, I doubt I was like, yo, this is amazing. And then once he kept getting hurt, I was like, man, but even to see him now play with the Knicks and how he was busting Atlanta down, and he was yeah. the only one showing up to play on the Knicks, right? I was like, man, that's D Rose, man. And when he put up fifty, when when he was in, um, who the hell was he with? Um, Detroit?
2: No, no, it was, uh, it was, it was Minnesota.
1: Minnesota, yeah. Yeah. He put up that fifty piece. Yeah. Oh man, like I was like, see, man, like he got
2: too much heart, man. He was always special, man. He was, he was definitely always special. So, so being a Bulls fan, being a Bulls fan currently, Mm -hmm. what what are your what are your thoughts about the team right now, and do you have any optimism Sucks. that they can be able to? <laughs> do you think that they can make the playoffs? No. Um, so you don't, don't like you you don't like the 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 Vukovic uh, deal. You don't like you don't like Levine. The Vukovic
1: deal I do like. Okay. I got to see how it, it's gonna work. Yeah. Um, the coach, um, was it Donovan? Yeah. Never been a big fan. Okay. Um, we just drafted this kid. You know, I don't know. We do like a lot of hometown stuff all the time. He's yeah. a hometown kid from Illinois. Um, he's six four. He's kind of small. Um, he, I mean, he's he's good. I don't know if he's gonna be like. Oh, you talking about you talking about Ayu? IU, Ayu, IU yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's good. You know, yeah, but good. I don't think you know. I don't know if that's gonna change life in Chicago. Um, to be honest with you, like a Levine needs like in Levine. That's another guy who is amazing. Yeah, he's he's talented. He's very talented. I don't know he, if he's a leader though. He's a walking bucket. Yeah. But we need a point guard. A solid point guard. Well, you, well, you don't, you don't like running offense. You don't like Kobe White. I, I mean, no. I, I, well, no. I, I like him, but I think he's more of a come up, you know, six man come off the bench. I don't see him as like a floor general. Okay. You know what I'm saying. I see him as somebody who might can come off the bench and give you a thousand 17, you know, between 15-17 points. Right. You know what I'm saying. But like a floor general, somebody that control the offense, can get the guys in their spots. You know what I'm saying, and and lead a team. So well, yeah,
2: I, I mean, I, I, you guys I, got I don't some see money. That. You guys got some money this offseason, A little, a little bit of money. I think you guys can be yeah. able to bring in a, a point guard, man. So we'll see what happens, man. You know, you guys. I mean,
1: You guys definitely need a point guard. Yeah, we definitely need a point guard. You know, we have a couple scorers now. Um, I was very disappointed with the marketing. Um, I thought he was going to be better than what he was, Mm. than what he is, really. Um, And I think he's being shopped, if I'm not mistaken, at this point.
2: Yeah, he's definitely
1: being shopped. As he should. You know what I'm saying? Like You know, so I I, I do think we need a a new coach. I've just never been a big big Billy Billy Diamond Yeah, He just got it, (laughs) though. I just... (laughs) I you just never. No, no, no. I know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a chance, but I, yeah. I'm just saying. You know, I was never a big Billy Donovan fan. Right? I hear
2: you. I hear you. Well, well, yes. listen, man. You know, I, I think, I think with the talent that they have, like I had said this earlier, that I don't believe that they're a playoff team next season, no. but I do, I do believe that they can be able to start making some, you know, some headway in that direction. I think, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. if they can be able to get Levine on board with the program, because the thing is, he's very talented. He had a great season, but his body language bothers me. Like you know, he, he he you can see when he's visibly frustrated on the court. You can't have that if Should you're the leader. Should I be frustrated leader.
1: too? You see the I, team.
2: I hear you, but as you're, if you're the guy that everybody looks to, you can't do that. You can't know. do that. So you know, if he if he matures a little bit, I think that they, as a team, can be able to gel a little better, and if they trust the system that Billy Donovan has in, because think about it. Although you're not a fan of Donovan, I'm not a huge fan of him either. He's had success in the NBA, mm-hmm. and he's had success in in a place where I never thought that you can have success in with that <laughs> team that he had. So, mm-hmm. you know, he does he does have some some you know some he does have a decent resume in regards to what he's bringing to to, to Chicago. So. Maybe it can work in the Eastern Conference. You can be able to battle for the seventh, eighth spot. You know, the play-in game is back mm-hmm. next season. So if Crazy. they can be able to get to the ninth the, the ninth seed, they can be able to possibly or ninth or tenth, mm-hmm. they can be able to have a chance to make the playoffs again. So do you like
1: that play in seed though?
2: Uh I don't. I listen, I like it when you don't have marquee teams in there. So for this season, the reason why the play-in, they actually want to do it again is because you had golden state and the Lakers in that playing game. You're talking about one of the highest rate rated games in all the whole season was that game. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to say, well, maybe we may get another accidental situation that happens like this because the ratings were so successful last season based on that. I don't think that's going to happen this year. I don't think that you're going to have a good team that drops to the bottom and competing for the, the, the plan. I think it's going to be teams like the bulls teams that are up and coming that will have a chance in the Eastern conference to be able to do that. So I don't, I don't have a problem with it only for the reason that for struggling fan bases and organizations out there, they can have a chance to, make the playoffs and give their fan base a little hope. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I, I don't think it's terrible for basketball to kind of expand things a little bit, you know, as long as you're not, as long as the, you know, the top six teams or what, whatever it is, you know, they don't get touched. I would rather see they put more importance on divisions. Mm-hmm. Like, If you win your division, you should be able to get a top seed in your conference. Right. That's how I look at it. But it's not like that in basketball. They don't give a crap about division titles in basketball. Like how you do doing football and baseball. Mm -hmm. That's what I would love to see change. But the play-in tournament to me, you know, I I like it. I enjoy it. But I see a lot of people, you know, have the other way. And, you know, it's it's fine. You know what
1: it is? Fine. I I think I look at the two conferences, right? Yeah. On the Western Conference, it's not that bad for me. Because the ninth and tenth seed, always seem to have similar records to the seventh and eighth seed.
2: That's fair. It's like a game
1: or two apart. Like, it's like, okay, yes. but I want to go to the Eastern Conference. <laughs> Dog, if we, like, six games apart, like, and you under 500, like, what makes you think that I don't deserve to be in the seventh and eighth spot, and y'all got, and y'all, like, six, seven games behind me, bro, that's, like. That, that's a great point.
2: That's a great point, yes. I, that's a great I, point.
1: That would make me, and then I have a bad game. Yeah. Let's just say, and then I lose to
2: y'all. Yeah, And now
1: y'all, and then y'all. You know what?
2: I, you know, and so, so, so let's, let's play, let's play Adam Silver and, and, and Mark Tatum right now. You know, Mm -hmm. you're a commissioner. I'm, I'm the assistant or deputy commissioner. I think that what you said makes a lot of sense. I think that if you are within two games of that seed that's ahead of you, the plan should be automatically kicked in. Mm-hmm. If you're five or six games out of it and say you're in the ninth place and the, the eighth seed is six games ahead of you, you just because you're in the ninth spot doesn't mean that you should have a chance to play the eighth seed. I, right. I, I it agree with eligibility that. or the tenth seed or whatever it is. Like it got, you gotta be within a few games of the person that's ahead of you or behind you yeah. for, for, for that, that playing tournament to kick if it's
1: not like that then there is no playing tournament and that's what i think and that's what i think should happen I, yeah. I, I don't think that we should get rid of it but this should be stipulation just because you're a knife or temp seed doesn't yeah. automatically mean that you should play me because yeah, yeah, of, yeah right? I, I respect that you know what i mean like it ain't fair like that now right. now, now now that will create i think because now there's stipulations and rules for a playing game now i think that might make the competition a lot more steep now those knife and seeds might Yo, play play harder so they can right. get within those two games to instead, win instead of tanking. Yeah, <clears throat> that's yeah. what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying, but all, but all of this nine, ten, yo, I'm like twenty five and fifty, and like <laughs> y'all like forty and four, forty two, and oh, yo, but we could no, nah, man, you can't, nah, bro, nah, yeah, yeah Like I got, I got to call the commission. We gotta we gotta handle something, but We gotta square up or something, bro.
2: Right, man. Like well, listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I, I want to read the rules a little bit more on that play in because. Maybe it is like that, or maybe it's the, the way we're talking about it. It's not, so you know. I mm-hmm. wanna I wanna see a little more from it because, like like I said, they had success with it this year or because mm-hmm. Ron and Steph were in there. But mm-hmm. I don't see Injuries. that. I, yeah, right, exactly. I don't see that happening again. I don't see that happening again. So will they mm-hmm. have the same type of ratings for the play in tournament? If they maybe if the ratings drop this seat uh, this coming season, maybe they drop it all together. I don't know. So so we'll see. We'll definitely see. But um. You know, let's 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 go ahead and 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 get to the last segment here. T I always like to do rapid fire with my guests for the last segment. Oh, where I, uh, you know, I spit out some names and you can be able to tell me who's better than who. I'm not gonna debate you unless you completely Ooh. unless you completely jump off jump off the clip. I, I'm gonna <laughs> have to reel you back in. You know what I mean, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go save you. But um, you know, yeah. other than that, I'll I I, I won't debate you. Okay. So. Let's start with well, let's start with football. Mm. Better wide receiver: Marvin Harrison or Isaac Bruce?
1: Damn, Marvin Harrison. Okay,
2: uh, I, I see that. I, I'm an Isaac Bruce guy, but I, you can't go you can't go can go wrong. Mm. Better tight end: Ooh. Antonio Gates Ooh. or Shannon Sharp?
1: I gotta go, Hunk. You to un. Yeah. And shop. right there, boy. Shout, yeah.
2: Shouts, shouts shout <laughs> to my man shop. That's my yeah. man. Um. Let's see. Better running back. Oof. Since you're a Jets fan, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the heartstrings right now. Um. Curtis Martin. Ugh. Or Edgerrin James.
1: Curtis Martin. <laughs> Now, listen, are you being objective or are you just being a Jets fan? Which I mean, one is absolutely it? Absolutely being a Jets fan. <laughs> I, I am absolutely being a Jets fan. I got to nah, ride with my guy.
2: Nah, Curtis Martin was my guy, Superman. He, <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was great. Yeah. Um, let's see. Better wide receiver. Do we have Devontae Adams hmm. or DeAndre Hopkins?
1: Wow! <laughs> wow! Um, that one stumps me. Uh, that that one stumps me. Hurry. Oh man, I'm gonna go Hopkins. You go You going D Hop. I'm gonna go D Hop.
2: Okay. Okay. Here's here, here may be another one for you. Better running back, Christian McCaffrey, or Alvin Kamara. I go Christian McCaffrey. You go you going, you're going CMC. Okay. I'm, I'm going CMC. Okay. All right. Let's let's head to basketball now. Oh. Let's head to basketball now. Better defender. Scotty Pippen or Kawhi Leonard? Scotty Pippen. You going Pip? Yep. All right. I'm not going to no hesitation. Not going to disagree with you there. <laughs> Bet, better defender. Draymond Green or Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Not even a hesitation. I respect that. I like that. I like that. I like that. that. Better scorer, James Harden or Tracy McGrady. I'll I'll, I'll go T Mac. Go T Mac. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's fair. I like T T Mac had his had, had his good years. Better hybrid point guard. Now I'll go ahead and explain myself and then you can be okay. able to answer. Hybrid point guard means that you play the point guard position, but you're not but you're not a real point guard. You just there's based on your size, that's why you're playing the position. Okay. Better hybrid point guard, Allen Iverson
1: or Steph Curry. <sighs> <laughs> I was go stuff 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 curry. You going and step over AI? Woo! It's, that's it's, that's, that's it's, not egregious. That's not egregious. It's tough. It's egregious. No, no, that was tough for me, but I mean, you know, I mean the ring. People yeah, talk I, about, you I, gotta I get hate them you. three rings, baby. I mean, like, that's how I have to separate it because they're they both transcended the game in their own way. Right. Like one with the threes, you know what I mean? And and one with the handles on all, like, and right. the way that he so okay, one got to the finals.
2: One got three rings. Now respect it. Now respect it. Hey, better, better big man defender, Dwight Howard, or Rudy Gobert. Um, I'll go with Dwight Howard. Good, because if you went Rudy Gobert, this is the, this is what I was have to stop the show and, and, and tell <laughs> you dude, you don't go that side you don't go that side we go we go the other side yeah yeah um, Howard,
1: yeah
2: okay that's fair yeah 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 better shooter obviously I think you yeah I, I think I know who you're gonna pick but I still need to see if you're gonna be objective Reggie Miller it's Reggie Miller or Ray Allen Reggie Miller <laughs>
1: you gotta be objective man you gotta be objective <laughs> there are certain guys that I will never be chapter about
0: right 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 Reggie
1: Miller Michael Jordan Jerry Rice
0: <laughs> if
1: you um, say their name I don't care it. who you put them up against you don't that's care. it that's nah, Jay Rice is Jay Rice that's I'm good fair. I respect it I respect <laughs> it
2: all right better pure passer Magic Johnson or LeBron James Magic okay you go magic I respect that yeah. better pure point guard you're gonna go. Uh, I say John Stockton is one of the best pure point guards of all time. Mm-hmm. Or Chris Paul. Stockton. You're a good man. This is why this is why me and you were friends. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see. Better big three. The Miami Heatles or Steph Clay and KD. Steph Clay and, and
1: and Steph and Why? 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 I mean, why? I mean, shit. I mean, they won three. The, the, the KD and them only won two. No, I'm I'm talking no, about but, the trio. Oh, the tri- oh, oh, okay, okay. Um, K- KD's unstoppable. It's a fact. Um, whenever nobody stopped, like when Braun went against him, he couldn't, he couldn't do nothing with him. Yeah, Braun was, bra was a little older. We're not going to make excuses. Yes, we um, are. Yes, I always make excuses for excuses for You cannot make excuses for Braun, bro. Like he <laughs> came in your house. I'm a Braun. Put two in the eyes, okay. three in the eyes. Excuse me. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, I, I, I will fight for LeBron James. You know hear I me? Mean? I'll fight. I, I, I will not. Um... <laughs> And you're a Laker fan, so you should now, yes. right? Yes. But before, I bet you weren't. I bet you were not. I was. I, I, I used ah, to. I used to follow it. LeBron. Listen. The Laker fans, the Laker Lakers fans, were never LeBron fans. What are you talking about? I think I, I when am, he came to L.A., you he had a hard time. First of all, you know that's because it's Kobe. You Kobe. You're talking Kobe. about the fan base? You and you not talking about
2: me. Like Kobe <laughs> Bryant, Kobe Bryant, Magic Johnson, those are my favorite guys of all time. But LeBron James is right there. I don't know. I don't even know where they rank anymore in regards to Kobe, Magic, and LeBron. For me, I don't know because they're all great to me. Kobe don't get the respect he deserves. Nah, he doesn't. I I think as the years go on and people realize how great he was, his time or his ranking will move up as it goes on. But you know, that's 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 the way things, especially because you know he's deceased now. I think people are gonna look at him more in a positive light. Than if he was alive and then it takes a little bit more time for history to kind of work, you know
1: what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so back to your original question. Yeah. I, I look at the heatles. Yeah. I hate that nickname, but oh, by the way, I look at the heatles. Braun was good. Wade, Wade was. Braun was unstoppable. Okay. Yeah. Back to back MVPs. All right. Yeah. Right. Right. Fine. KD's unstoppable, so that's, uh, don't don't play don't play them games with KD. Uh, he's a different guy. Came back from Achilles, he he a different guy. Uh, when it comes to his offensive repertoire, I I don't know. Like he's just a he's a he's a, he's, he's a real unicorn that guy. Hey, but nevertheless, but whatever. <laughs> so yeah, Dwayne Wade, who was a kind of a you know he he was he was still good, but he wasn't like you know flash. Nah, he wasn't right. he wasn't old. He, was he wasn't oh six, seven. way, but he was still good. Right. He was still good. He was still good though. But but then LeBron had to dip on him because he realized yo, bro, you was just you just a little too old, right? Cool. Yeah. Chris, Chris Bosch was Bosch. Um, which he was the he, he made everything come together like it was good, but like there's a difference. Steph Curry and prime Steph Curry, prime Clay Thompson. Let's not even get Klay Thompson. Don't get the respect he deserves. Clay Thompson is a killer, mm. you know what I'm saying? He's a killer. On both sides of the of the floor. Well, he was, you know, we'll see what happens now. But he was. Steph Curry's was lights out. And KD was lights out. Like those three to me were, are a much better big three. And and they were both all unselfish with the basketball too, which is amazing. Um, like Braun had to like wait to for D Wade to give him the mantle to allow him to do what he had to do, and then he and then like he lost to that Hitos lost to the to my man Dirk. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, he lost, he no lost big three thing. Dirk. No big three Dirk. You well, know what I mean?
2: You, you got to remember, man. Period. The, the,
1: he the, didn't the, have it. He didn't have two da- other stars. Dallas, Dallas Dallas beat everybody that year, though. They he did. did not have two other stars. He didn't need it, is what I'm trying to say. So he lost. So, you know, so once Wade gave Braun the permission, then, then that's when everything turned around. But, what oh, I'm saying listen, is... Now, now
2: I'm going to have to cut you off. Now I'm going to have to cut you off. Because Steph gave KD the same green light. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. They Steph, didn't lose. But Steph came in when they when they were trying to get him to go to Golden State. Steph said, I will take the back seat
1: yes. for you.
2: From, so don't, yeah, so don't from, act no, like.
1: from jump. But when don't I'm, act like. What I'm saying do. is that year, it was like, that's why as a leader, right, that Steph Curry is. He said, "This is what's going to be from from day one. This is what's going to be from day one. So there's no confusion, and we lose in the finals to somebody that has one star. Okay, see that's 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 the difference. Now Wade and LeBron have to play. Have to you know, see, take it. I'm, I'm, gonna why,
2: take it. Gonna take it. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it. like I'm just saying, I'm, y'all Jordan fans always. Yeah, yeah. Oh, y'all always bring up 2011 when y'all talk about LeBron James.
1: I'm not. You asking me? No, 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 you're asking me about the big three. They were y- three other years.
2: There were three other years that you could have said something. Okay, you didn't have to talk about 2011. It's three oh, other so that years. Nah, that did it happen. I don't remember. I don't remember. All right, it
1: happened, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. If there's a difference, I'm I just saying you. I'll take those three guys. I respect it. I in their prime. It. Yeah. Because that, that's another thing in their prime, right? Not everybody on that team was in, in in that big three was in their prime. I respect it. Listen, I'm not. I'm not gonna. This is not one of if the you, ones that I'm now gonna. Here's argue. the thing. If if it was Flash, yeah, then I would have to say the Heatles with, with okay. Flash Wade, like okay, because that that Wade was Jordan esque, yeah. like, that that guy is different, right? <laughs> that Wade was yeah. something else. So if you give me that Wade, yeah. and LeBron and Boss, then I gotta go that way.
2: I respect but, it, okay. But that
1: Wade mixed with that team versus did the prime of these three guys. Yeah. Okay, I,
2: I see. I see your point, and I'm not going. I'm not going to argue with you, though. No. I, like I said, the only one I was going to stop you on was that Rudy Gobert one, because everybody on this show knows how I feel about Rudy Gobert. But
1: everybody I, gives Rudy Gobert a hard time, like, yes, and, and I I don't, I, like I don't get the reason. What you mean? I don't like he's the not... man.
2: All right, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I always have to put the disclaimer out there, T. I don't hate Rudy Gobert. I mm. hate. What he stands for. I hate the fact that he's making all of this money. He he's a big man that's right. very limited. And he makes like 30 plus million dollars to do what he does well. He what, what to do what? What does he do well? He plays defense, he plays, right? He plays defense,
1: he he and he rebounds the ball Can like you, he does what
2: he does well. Can you tell me what happened in the playoffs against the Clippers? I will tell you if you don't know. The last two games in that series, he had a combined plus minus of minus forty. Do you know what that means? <laughs> that means that his effectiveness on the on court the court, yeah, is a negative forty point swing. Okay. Because offensively he can't give you nothing. If he can't right. score offensively, what is he good for? If he uh, not even that. If he can't play defense the way you need him to, because over the last three games of that series, he averaged one block.
1: Yeah, he didn't play well.
2: Five fouls,
1: one block. Get out of here. I get it. Get out of here. Well, well, how many defensive player of the year was? Does he have? What does that mean? No, no. How many? He got three. You. What I'm trying to say, when it comes to contracts, when it comes to contracts, what I'm saying is, That's what happens. Like you can't okay. say if I have three MVPs, like, or whatever the case is, you're gonna tell me because look, I, am I messed not, up. I am look not, at Harden. I look at Harden. Not
2: saying, I'm not saying that he shouldn't have asked for the money, but as an organization, just because you the defensive player here
1: don't mean I gotta give you 35 million dollars a year. You gotta it does, give it That's when more I am it three that. times for you. Nah no. Nah, 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 nah. So that means if that's the case, that, that means a lot of these guys don't deserve their money including James Harden no. Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. You're 100% okay. right.
0: You're oh, oh, 100%. Okay, so
1: right. you so you're so you're across the board with that. Across the board. Okay, so across if, if you're across the board with that then okay. I thought it was just specifically for him. Oh no no no. It's double for him. But it's definitely oh, man. across the
2: board. <laughs> <laughs> double for him. Come double on, man. Him. That's like if, if that's like if Draymond Green were to get the super max. He can't score. Draymond Green is the master of the single-triple, or, or triple-single, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> stupid.
1: Man, man, you can't score. You That's, gonna make $40 million? I mean, now he, I mean, but well, let me ask he, you about Draymond He though. never could. That's not true. You're a liar, first of all. But I, what do you mean I'm a liar? Because he almost won the MVP of the whole finals if they were to one game seven. Tell me he, tell me he wasn't. What, tell me he was not.
2: Which one? Are you talking about the one with the Cavs in 2016? Yeah, but they lost. And he, he was- had almost a triple double. He had almost thirty points or something like that. He was not averaging no thirty points. I, yo. You talking about Game Seven? You yes. Don't win. You don't win MVP of the series for one game. I bet you he would've. No, he wouldn't yeah. have. I bet you he would've because it's Draymond Green. I right. I hear you.
1: Draymond. I see. Green. There's a lot of guys you just don't like. I see it already. I, yeah, I don't. And Rudy, like. Rudy Gobert and his contract at the top of the list. At the top, top of the, of the list. list. Probably. But that but that's why see, but this is the thing. This is why when you do your job and you win awards three times, uh-huh. you get to you, you, you get to get on the phone, yeah, call your agent, right, and say, I am a three-time defensive player of the year. Well, for this organization, tell them I want the supermax,
2: right? And Click. then because or then... I can
1: take myself
2: elsewhere and then when the and when somebody else up, will give them a max. and then when the organization can't get out of the first or second round because of your lack of awareness as an offensive player because you're getting that super max they can't put any better players around you because offensively you're one of the worst players in the league then fine if you want to be a a a a handcuff and a and a and a, and a anchor for your team it's truly them- his fault
1: yes or is it that is. on it is or is that on coaching? Because truthfully speaking, there are other guys on that team that can really
2: score. Okay. But let, and but they let, did but, not. But let me tell Except you Except for Mitchell. Let me say this to you. What's the difference between Rudy Gobert and a guy like Mitchell Robinson, a guy like Nerlens Noel, a guy like, uh, 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 what's his name, Whiteside? The difference is money. White right side, yeah. White side is a great shot blocker. He's a great shot blocker, yeah.
1: He's, he's one how, of the best shot blockers in the world. How league. many defensive players does, it, does it have?
2: he have? No, he does. He's not gonna get those. Why, Why? think? Listen, Why? Rudy Gobert Why? won a defensive play of the year last season, right? Mm-hmm. Who was the better defender than him last season? It wasn't last season, it was the season before that, excuse me. Because uh, Giannis won it the season before that. Giannis won it this year, Giannis won it the season before, the, before the one, yeah. The Giannis, right. Giannis, wasn't the best defender that year. It wasn't Rudy. Anthony Davis was the best defender last year. He's a. It be- he was the Defensive Player of the Year. He finished second in the in the in the rankings to, to Giannis. Yep. The year before that, Rudy Gobert won it, and somebody else should. I think Anthony Davis should have beat him that time too. This well, season, well, well, that's your bias. This, this no, I'm not. <laughs> this season, could you honestly tell me? And I'm I'm gonna ask you a question. And if you if you say that, then cool. I'm not gonna fight you. Was Rudy Gobert a better defender than Ben Simmons?
1: Ben Simmons. Don't get me started. We're um, not talking about
2: Ben Simmons, the offensive player. We're just talking about as a defensive lockup. Ben Simmons was the best defensive player in the league this year by far. And 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 here's the And catch- what happened? Well, listen.
1: It's the like, same thing. What happened in the playoffs? Well, they lost. He was horrible.
2: Yeah. So defensively was too. So was Rudy Gobert.
1: That's what, but that's what I'm saying. But so was, but so was Ben Simmons in, in the playoffs defensively. He was Matsuda.
2: But at least, at least Ben Simmons can do more than what Rudy Gobert could do. At least Ben what Simmons can he can pass the ball. He can pass uh, it. Uh, he can pass it. Rudy Gobert uh, has to get the ball thrown to him. He can rebound can, the ball better than Ben Simmons, and he can't score. And neither can Ben Simmons. I will give me Ben Simmons over Rudy Gobert any day,
1: no, any day of the week. I'm good. Any day of the week. I'm good. That's why when they try to trade for Ben Simmons, yeah. everybody's hitting their reject button. Reject, 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 reject button. Why? How many, why? How, how, why?
2: Many, how many teams why? You think, how many teams do you think would be lined up to trade for Rudy Gobert right now? Depends that, on their needs. With with the I salary, don't... with the money that he's making.
1: See, it's not that's yes. the thing. That's I the, think that no, I think that if if there's a team that has mostly everything in place. They need a solid defender, a big man that can rebound. They will take it. I think that it just depends on the team. You hear what you just said?
2: That the type of money, this is my problem with Rudy Gobert, and this is why I always have to put the disclaimer out there. It's not his talent that I don't like. It's the price tag that comes with that talent. See, I like, I like Draymond Green. Draymond Green's making $20 million a season. I'm okay with that. If Draymond was making brawn money, we would have a big problem because of what he brings to the table offensively is not enough for that type of money. Rudy Gobert is making 30 plus million dollars. His offensive game does not warrant that type of paycheck is what I'm saying. That's the problem. If Rudy Gobert was making 15 million or even 20, I'd
1: be fine with Rudy Gobert. As but a three, no, as a three-time uh, defensive player of the year, you're not paying me $15 million. You're not paying me like somebody no, don't, no. that don't have that credential.
2: Le, but let's no. take let's take the Supermax clause out of it. Okay. Let's take it out of it. Let's say that that never existed. This was 10 years ago. no Supermax.
1: How much would Rudy Gobert be making? Really? If there was no Supermax? I mean, 19 $20 million. I hear you yo, but what I'm saying is there's a lot of people that's making money that they, they shouldn't be
2: making, though. Know? I, I mean, that's a real thing. I, that's that's in the world, and I and I and I hate all of them. Yeah, <laughs> I hate it, all of them.
1: Yo, but, of them. I, but here's the thing once you start getting accolades under your belt, you can't take that away, and therefore you gotta cough it up. That's a fact, though, right? You know what I'm saying? And, like and,
2: and when it and, and I agree with you, I understand that, but when it hinders your team to be able to add more pieces and be good because your contract is an albatross.
1: Yo, listen, I'm gonna tell you like this. I'm gonna tell you like this. Once your podcast, is gonna cause I know it, it's gonna start getting a bunch of awards, right? <laughs> you will to have a bunch of accolades, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And there's gonna be somebody that's gonna come to you and it's gonna say, "Hey, man, like let me get you this lowball contract, yo, know, just to put you on a thing." Right. You're be like, ah, you see these, uh, you see these awards here, playing? Um, <laughs> um, nah, I'm gonna need. XYZ. You may not think I deserve this money, right? You see this here on on the wall says right. that I deserve this money. So you're gonna pay me what I deserve, or another network is gonna put me on the shot and, 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 and we and gonna I, work. And I respect that. But here you gonna here, do
2: that though. But here's the, though. here's the difference, though. Here's the difference between me and Rudy Gobert. Oh, here we go. I, 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 I am, love this. <laughs> here's the difference between me and Rudy Gobert. I am more of a well-rounded player
1: than what Rudy Gobert. <laughs> 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 oh, I knew you was gonna come up with something like that. I said, "Oh man, I am oh, more well-rounded man. than Rudy Gobert will ever
2: be in his in his basketball career." Oh man, this is I why, man. This is why Barry gets one and Rudy Gobert gets none. But listen, <laughs> Terrence, this was this was fun, man. I I definitely appreciate you coming on the show, bro. This was yes, a lot sir. of fun. We we basically almost did three hours because of how much fun we're having. So exactly. um, you know, what I'm saying like you know, tell everybody you know where they can find you again and what you got
1: going on for the future, man yes sir um so you can find me i am on uh youtube i am at uh, T inspires um i am on facebook at detail inspires <laughs> uh twitter at T-till inspires on instagram it's at t underscore Till underscore inspires um my my website is www.teatailinspires.com um i'm also on clubhouse um i just got on there um i don't even know what that's gonna my be good for you. is that's gonna be good uh, for you, huh? Nah, I said nah, That's gonna be good for you. Clubhouse is good. Yeah, you know, um, Clubhouse is it's good, but it's you know it has a big wave all, already, man. Um yeah. but, my, but my Clubhouse ID is at t. Dot till Um, catch me there. Um, you know, I, I, I'm putting in something. I'm doing a little something for 2022. Um, you know, I, I'm working on a project for 2022 that uh, you know. Hopefully that uh, you guys will come out and, and support and try to bring conversations of the heart out to the public um, on a live event, you know, so we'll see what happens. Um, I'm working on it, you know, so, you know, stay tuned for that for uh, next spring or summer 2022. Working on those things, working on a book, too, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, you know, stay tuned for that. Um, got the merch line, um, uh, the, the Tillman Unlimited co- Collection. Um yes, sir. The website for that is, uh, the Tillman unlimited collection.com. No, no, excuse me. It's actually, it's on my website is detail inspires slash the Tillman unlimited collection. And on Instagram, it's at the Tillman unlimited collection. Um, so you can follow me there, check out the merch, support, man. And uh, yeah, bro, you know, that, that that's pretty much it, man. And, um, if you're wondering, um, if you need a life coach, I I am here. Um, speaker engagement, speaking engagements, I am available. You can catch that all on, uh, at ttailinspires.com. Send me an email from from there and I'll absolutely get back to you or just shoot me a DM and we can work from there, man.
2: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. You you got a lot of stuff going on. I'm very proud (laughs) of you, man. Very proud to call you my friend. Keep doing what you're doing, man. You're doing a lot of good stuff. And like I said, true influencer. That's what you're doing. Like, you know what I'm saying? You are changing people's lives. You are inspiring. You are making people want to be better. So, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, keep doing what you're doing, man. Really proud of you. Appreciate it and, and stay tuned for August 12th at 8 o'clock. IG Live, yes, sir. It's my turn, I'm in the seat, you <laughs> know what I mean. And, and we're gonna be having the, the legend himself, Barry Barry Grand Jr. Yes, on sir. Conversations of the Heart each and yeah. every week on Instagram Live, you know what I'm saying. So, o- yeah. August 12th, 8 o'clock, yeah, IG be Live, cool. be there. That's going to be fun, be man. It's going to be bro. fun. I'm, I'm going to bring my
2: crazy self to your platform. So, you
1: know, <laughs> Yo, we're going to do it like this. That. I
2: don't know. We might have another three hours in this. Right, I right, right. <laughs>
1: I, yo, IG going to be like, yo, click.
2: Right, get these dudes <laughs> off of here, man. Get them <laughs> off of <here. laughs> well, I, 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 Like I said, I definitely appreciate you, man. We'll talk again. Appreciate the opportunity, man. Thank you. I'd like to thank my man Terrence for coming on the show. Shouts to him doing a lot of things on his platform. You know, he's, he's really creating... Uh, you know, awareness and 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 bringing change to a lot of people's lives. So, you know, that's a that's a true influencer in my opinion. The only thing I don't like is the fact that he wants to sell me on a Rudy Gobert. I, I, that nope, not not here, not on the All Even podcast. Y'all y'all already know that that's not gonna happen. <laughs> but shouts to my man, service man. Coming up after the break, the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week, on a Saturday. It's All Even.
1: This is Cigar Jensen Gals. Just want to give a shout out to All Even Podcast, the best sports podcast out there. Keep up the amazing work. Also check us out at cigargentsandgals.com. We're everyday apparel for cigar smokers. Let's get it. What's going on? What's up with you? It's your boy, the Candyman, the A-L-F-R-E to the D. It's your boy, Alfred, from the Rap Lab Podcast. And it's the one and only True G. Just call me the QG from the Rap Lab Podcast. And you tuned in to All Even with Barry Grant. Boy, that shit crazy.
2: Welcome back, y'all. So, the Washington football team actually was the candidate for Dummy of the Week on Tuesday. Dummy, yeah. I've officially named them the winners for this week. So, let's just get that out of the way. I want to take this time to talk about something that's really near and dear to me. Some, it's a really important thing I want to get off my chest. You know, Kyle Kuzma um, has been traded. He's in Washington right now, and you know, over the past four or five years, I've, I've really, I've really given it to this kid. I've, I've pause. I've really you know been critical of his game. I've been critical of his his dressing and certain things that he says in the media. And you know, I I wanna take this time to to thank Kyle Kuzma. I wanna thank him for his contributions to the Los Angeles Lakers organization, to the team. And I also want to apologize Kyle Kuzma. I'm sorry, Kyle. I'm sorry that this didn't happen sooner. <laughs> ah. Yes, we got Russell Westbrook. Yes, I have my my issues with Russell Westbrook. But at least it's not Kyle. I miss Brandon Ingram Kuzma. I wanted them to send him to NBA Siberia. That was my dream to get Buddy healed. But they send him to Washington. That's that's not that much better. Yeah, they got Bradley Beal, and maybe he'll get a little bit of freedom to do things offensively if he stays. But, man, the fact that I can wake up tomorrow morning, the morning after that, the morning after that, and not have to worry about Kyle Kuzma. This is the greatest time to be a Laker fan, people. Especially for me, I don't know about everybody else. But man, Kyle Kuzma is gone. No more bad plays. No more dribbling off the foot. No more throwing alley-oops to the top of the backboard. None of that stuff. It's great. So Kyle Kuzma, thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for the laughs and the jokes that you've given us in Laker Nation. Thank you for all the blundering plays that you've made. But now you can be able to be somebody else's brunt of jokes. You can be able to make the Washington Wizards fan base miserable. Because you're no longer a Laker. And I love it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, you. Kyle. Bye-bye, Kuzma. That is your new name. i also like to throw a big shout-out to the Jamaican... Women's track and field team shouts out to the GOAT, Elaine Thompson-Hurrah. You got Shelly Ann Frazier-Price. And you got Sharika Jackson. They all went gold, silver, and bronze. Elaine Thompson-Hurrah, she set the Olympic record. That was a 33-year-old record. So she's the GOAT, just like Usain Bolt. We own track and field. That's just the way it is. Deal with it. (laughs) Just deal with it. That's all for this show. I'll see you guys next week. Until then, stay safe. Stay cool. Peace. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcasts. Listen to the show on Podbeam, Amazon Music, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts available. And check out my YouTube channel, All Even Podcast. And don't forget to like, share, and hit that subscribe button.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring:
1: a laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah,
0: oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino.